The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. All right. Name of the episode is Hostage. And it is the 20th of November 2017 is when this show is uh, released. And uh, we thank you for listening to this uh, program. Thank you very much. We know that there, there are many podcasts out there. We're glad that you chose GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, a very good episode uh, coming up. Uh, we give you our spoiler-free review of Justice League. And we have a few thoughts on that. Um, Jimmy is going to review a whole bunch of movies in the Broken News portion. Uh, Mudbound, Three Billboards, Coco, and a whole lot more. Um, and uh, stay till the end, an old friend shows up. <laughs> I'm not going to say, but uh, he's he is well received. Stay till the end. Oh, and our friend Kari joins us on this one. This is I like her a lot, and uh, apparently all of you do too. For me emails and notices that I get all the time. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this show. We appreciate it. And we love each and every one of you. And we love our sponsors. Oh, we love our sponsors. Let's uh, let's get to this. Uh, of course, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Hold service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more. And previews catalog for free. That's 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever. Serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years, they want to take a sec to say thank you for your continued support. Located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 5th South, 7th East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a geek store. And Chef Daniel's Twin Sons Cafe. Yes, now serving breakfast and lunch from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day but Tuesday. Uh, he described the food to me as Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. And he can be accommodating to all sorts of diets. Daniel just wants to serve you folks a good, wholesome meal. Twin Sons Cafe is at uh, 2305 South Highland Drive here in Salt Lake City, of course. And, of course, Black Velvet Boutique, Dawn and Leah. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex education workshops. They're located up there in Clearfield at 293 South State Street, blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. Also, Kid Curry Vodka. When you're out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget, uh, forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. Made here in Utah. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. Also, Ivy at the Blue Boutique. Yes, we love Ivy at the Blue Boutique. We love the Blue Boutique. Geeky drinking accessories. And uh, if you go in and tell Ivy... Geek Show says, hey, you'll get 15% off of your uh, purchase. Boosteek is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake, or you can find out more online at boosteekslc.com. Have your own third show with a little help from Boosteek. All right. Name of the episode is Hostage. And let's get to it. Please, uh, after these messages, we'll get to this episode. So stand by. Saturday, October 28th, Dr. Volts is celebrating their 27th anniversary with an epic sale 
Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. Go for the door prizes, go for the candy, go for the Halloween Comic Fest free comics. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volts in the month of October. Get ready for a new dawn, true believers. Marvel Legacy will usher in the dramatic return of dozens of its most beloved heroes, villains, teams, and artifacts in bold stories that will begin the next chapter of the Marvel Universe. And as far as DC goes, in a world where Batman has gone too far, the Joker must save Gotham City. Set in a world where the Joker has been cured of his insanity and homicidal tendencies, the Joker, now known as Jack, sets about trying to right his wrongs. First, he plans to reconcile with Harley Quinn, and then he'll try to save the city from the one person who he thinks is truly Gotham City's greatest villain, Batman. Open seven days a week. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Don't be surprised when you see one of the Geek Show guys there. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Welcome back to the basement. Yeah, I am so glad to be here, sir. Are you? Where yes. am I? Who are you people? Because you, you sound like you're being held hostage. What you mean, you people? <laughs> Everything is great here. Uh, They're treating me well. <laughs> Why are you blinking so rapidly? <laughs> I don't know. It's not code. And just it's not right, code. Just with his right eye. Yeah. Three, three short, Everything three is great long. here. We chilling and shit. Three short. Uh, he is not being held hostage. He's Shannon Barnson. They're treating me well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm Shannon Barnson. Mm. Yeah, you are. Sometimes I go to Target drunk and I spend money. And I want to, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I, we need to get you a GoPro. I want to <laughs> GoPro. strap it on. I want to shoes. actually narrate that. Can we make that happen? Well, because we we have a video of Shannon. If you go to our, YouTube, our YouTube channel, it's it's him running around Comic Con. But very, I'm like, apparently it's very popular. It's very popular. Yeah. I, but I told him. I want to see him drunk at Target. I don't. You know, just not my Target. Should I start a go, <laughs> Should I start a GoFundMe? There you go. I'm, yeah, no, James, no, don't, don't, because I just I have a recently failed Kickstarter, <laughs> and I'd be really bitter if if Watch Shannon drunk at Target works. Succeeded. No, like, like I, here's what I let's start it. Three hundred dollars is all. Okay, yeah, Shannon, GoPro. Shannon gets drunk and uh, 
Below three hundred dollars at, at, at Target. Target. I so would, we need like five hundred for the I GoPro would, plus the, the three hundred dollars. Let's go five hundred for expenses. That's uh, perfect. This, this is going to be so bitter. I know you are. I, uh, I how much yeah. was yours? Yours was expensive, right? Yeah, because it was going to take me three fucking months of my life to do. So Shut I don't think five thousand dollars was a lot to ask. <laughs> Where did you get to? Where did it? End? I think we got to twenty eight fifty. Yeah, I remember checking oh, that. I mean, two thousand eight hundred fifty dollars. I'm sorry. Oh. It's okay because I learned a lesson there, which is that people would probably. Um, Rather, I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. My heart just exploded. Oh, these are lessons. Damn. Damn. I just got here. Could you guys tone no, down the, like, the On a lighter like... note. I would really hey. love it, though, if, if you do videos of him drunk at Target. I would like to be his Richard Attenborough. So oh, like, my God. Uh, yes. Perfect. Perfect. And, and here's Shannon's discovered lubricants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I discovered those. Are you a water-based or an oil-based? Well, water base is My man! It's way easier to get out of wait, shit. Wait, what's Astro Glide? Huh? What's water that? base. Is that water yeah, base? Water okay, then. Cool. Well, you know if it leaves a residue. <laughs> uh, I don't like that word. He Residue. Uh, like a moist residue. A moist no, residue. You don't like Why that? did you do that? Uh, that perhaps. Okay, let, first of all, let, I, scientifically, I you can't have a moist residue. Residue's dried. Come right. on. I think a residue Thanks, could Dr. be moist. Science. And, and second of all, <laughs> Shannon's pub quiz is on Wednesday nights. Well, you know what's not a moist residue. Fuck you, man. Stop it. <laughs> Shit is gross. It's my pub quiz. I'm looking it up. At the Lucky 13, uh, 13th South, right over there by the the baseball thing, mm-hmm. the state, the building, stadium. Mm-hmm. Come there. You get yourself a fucking burger. You have yourself some drinks by a highly capable staff. Highly capable. Oh, they're good. Yeah, and uh, and then you watch me be a complete asshole to their. They're so happy that I'm ba- that we're back inside. Mm. So like, usually you know once it warms up, we go out and we do it on the patio. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bartenders are like, uh, we, we we miss it in here because you're you, not selling any drinks. Because they're or? like, well, they're like Shannon, you're the only person that works at this place that's allowed to be mean to the patrons. Uh. Oh, I nice. Love that. You know what I mean? That's... And this is like, I'm like, like, yeah, anyway. All right. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. 13. 8 o'clock. He's be our... there or just sit home and be stupid. <laughs> That's what I do every night. He's sitting home and being stupid. He's Lee K. <laughs> oh, Lee. <laughs> hey. Wow. That um, was her. I know what I was going to okay. say, she but that's okay it. because right. her name is almost like your name. I know. We got yeah. Carrie and Carrie over here. I'm sitting, her. on the, I'm sitting on the dad side of the table, yeah. so I've started that's to right. absorb Carrie's essence. That's right. <laughs> soon soon nope. she will be Jim Backus. <laughs> well, nope, there's no residue. Uh, <laughs> Lee just mentioned that because he knows saying that. he knows I I always wanted to be Mr. Howell and, and you <laughs> and you're slowly you're morphing like in that that scene in Hellboy two where where Hellboy realizes that that Liz is having babies and he says I I am become father and it's like you am become Bacchus I am become Bacchus <laughs> yeah you you're you're slowly bringing on your Thurston Howellhood let me oh, write that Lord. down become Bacchus you are it's it's your ascension of lovey so <laughs> oh my God. I'm so proud of you because we used to talk about this. Decades ago. Yes. How much you loved Jim Backus. Mr. Howell's the best. Yeah, because right. he's Magoo. He's Mr. Magoo. Oh, Magoo. Yeah, oh. so great. So, right. I can't uh, see nothing. Uh, you're the jerky, I, the jerky king? The jerky king of Salt Lake City, and I'm, I'm trying to become the jerky the jerky emperor. I would like to... Vegan jerky. Be, well, it's I'll, I'll fight anybody. Oh, really? Care. Yeah, jerky. I mean, really. I kind of figured this out. Uh, we, had, we had a vendor in, in Portland drop us because there were three other vegan jerkies, right? So uh, I said, first off... Portland, you failed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you failed me. Your king is sad. 
Uh, you're but, dead to us, Portland. And you're dead to us, Portland. So you didn't you didn't go to Food Fight and buy enough jerky. So you're dead to me, Portland. But you can make it up by going into Food Fight and, and asking for it. That would be great. Yeah. But as I said to uh, a, a store that didn't want to carry us because they carry one of the other vegan jerkies, well, you're carrying all 50,000 brands of the meat jerky. It's true. And 6% of the U.S. population is vegan. So wake up and smell the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to help you make money. So... If you go to our Facebook page, you can see a little thing you can print off and bring to your grocery manager that has all of our information on it and say, uh, pretty please. And I would love that because, again, I want to be the jerky emperor. I'm I'm tired of kingdom. Of the uh, world, right? The, I'd like to be the jerky. I want to be the Emperor Norton of jerky. Aww, I like that. And beautiful. if you know Emperor Norton's story, you'd understand. He was mm-hmm. a king of America and protector of all Mexico. I'd like to be that in the jerky world. So you could do that. All right. <laughs> you could do that for me. And also, all of our locations are online because I don't want to spend 45 minutes of the podcast time telling you where you can go and buy this stuff. So Nice. Was uh, that you again? What? What? I didn't that do anything. That noise? That noise. No? Look at your shit, bro. Update your antivirus. That's Carrie's no, laptop. Just, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can get the stuff at uh, veganessentials.com or all the locations are at Fresh Eats or on our Facebook page. All right. So Thank you very much. And I love you. He's fascinated by the fidget spinner. He is the fidget spinner. He's easily distracted. He's Jay Whitaker. What's up? Hi. How you doing? Good morning, good evening, good night, good morrow. Hey, um, chilling this shit. Why is he talking about Gamora? Gamora? I love, I love Gamora. That's what I... No, Green Girl? <laughs> yeah, Gamora. <laughs> yeah, yeah Green Girl. That's, that's what one. I call it. That's what I call it. Here we that's go. what I want to call it. Yep, here we go. <laughs> which, which beer Harry, is I love it that you're putting your wine glass on a uh, coaster. It's, I know. I just... <laughs> I feel I like like I'm, in, I'm in the Jackson household. I feel like this is polite, but not necessary. Oh, I've passed out many times in this household. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Chilling the shit. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed my show. Um, I had a good time. Hope you did. Oh, it was you... so good. I mean, it was good. People Fuck, were... it was good. People was chilling and shit. They learned a lot about your boy. God, they laughed. They learned. Yeah. They loved? They... Nah. There was no they, love? They fucked. I think there was some love. They, <laughs> loved. they I made what? love. I like yeah. the healing portion of the show, though. When, yeah. When everybody just came together as one and realized mm-hmm. that despite all of our differences... We're still human beings. Yeah, we are still human beings. And yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I would happened. agree. Some people are not humans. Once again, here to fight about Joss Whedon. So <laughs> I didn't get to do it in the last episode. Lee wasn't here. I love oh, wait, wait. The the whole Joss Whedon's a piece of shit? No. Uh, the first episode wait, hold on. Let's ever... Wait, hold on. What's... We're just still doing oh, yeah. We're, We're fighting. There's plenty of times to get Preview. off the rails. Preview. We're previewing. Yeah. Right, I'll keep it brief. I'll keep it brief. What's up? Fox with me. My name is Jay Whitaker. Follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. You can also check me out on Disney Channel. Check me out on the motherfucking Disney Channel. I, I like to... I there like, goes the Disney Channel. Yeah, I like to... No. <laughs> what's, mother, the, what's the show called? Andy Mack. Andy Mack. Yeah, Andy your, 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 your boy's playing a basketball coach. I'm coaching the shit out of some basketball. I get the yellow millennials, and I can They're not millennials. Well, whatever. They're post-millennials. They're post-millennials. They're, they're, I proposed bloops last... Yeah. They're deconstructed millennials. How about that? Yeah. All right, artisan You're bread of wood. And we need to stop the iGen thing before it takes off because, frankly, I had never liked Gen X. I hated it when it was proposed, and we're stuck with it. So, uh, you post millennials, no, don't go for iGen. Fair enough. I, All right. And then uh, check me out on uh, Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. Uh, hopefully, I'm still doing it at this point, but uh, just check it out and just, yeah. Peace. Thank you. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, he needs to update his virus and shit. No, it's yours. Oh, it's in my oh, okay. antivirus. It's, it's, it's antivirus. It's, uh, so you still have to do it. For it's quad. Curry. Oh, it's right. Quad T, yeah. <laughs> hey, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, right here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot podcast Woo! with Excitable James. Yay. I did that too early. Thanks for that cheer, though, Jay. I like that. Uh, Jaron and Owen, where we talk about tech, gadgets, and video games. 
Uh, also, I just Googled, is residue dry? And uh, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Mm. It seems that most residues are dry. Or tacky. But or tacky. That's the exception that comes yes. in. Some of them are sticky. But none of them are moist. No, the, I don't think any of them are moist. I think it was the, Lee that said the M word. Moist? Starting off. Yeah, I don't I like the M word or the R word, especially together. How do you feel about glistening? I like listening. Hey, I'll mm. fucks with that. I'm effervescent like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Things effervescent's that, one of my t- trigger words. Every time I see some meme on uh, Facebook that's, you know, tag a friend that hates the word moist, who do I tag? This yeah. guy. Jay. Jay. He's you so can also upset. tag me on the word residue. I don't like residue, man. Do you like the word residual? Yeah, I'll fucks with residual. Yeah, well, there you go. Because you're going to get some residuals. Yeah. From Alec Drake? Getting that. Diddy Andy money. Mac. Andy Mac. Whatever it is. Alec, Alec, Alec Drake. Alec, Alec Drake was. Wait, what? It was not what? even. Not even. Whatever that show. Dog on, do, dog with a blog, whatever you're on. <laughs> She's got a dog and a blog. It's Kari. It's Kari. I do not blog, first of all. No, she's got a dog, and she's the on the internet straight. fighting with you. You blog on Facebook. You write some long-ass Facebook I, posts. I'm an English major. I deserve that. I earned that right. They do, pay me to do how that. How do we find you? It's K-A-R-I. Uh-huh. It's Kari. So I uh, stream at PeachyKari, twitchtv.com slash PeachyKari. That is my most valued pursuit right now and if right. you would give me a follow I'd appreciate it if you don't like video games don't watch me because right. give, give a follow that could be good for you yeah absolutely that could help you that could and help advance me. Your, your your desires in life yeah absolutely yeah. it would yeah. plus, plus um, my favorite thing that I wish you would do more often is uh, live streaming you burning food oh because my yeah. god as a chef nothing is Thanks, more entertaining guys. to me than watching somebody get so distracted by drinking <laughs> that she burns her fucking pre-portioned food this is actually a really <laughs> Wait a minute. I know. This no, happens. This is a very this is a, I was thing. making, I've made grilled cheese, and then I got a you you know, didn't blue make apron. Cheese. You guys familiar with blue apron? <laughs> yes. So I got three blue apron meals. Made burnt cheese. Uh-huh. Burnt oh, so you're, you're burning your fucking blue apron? Okay, yeah. but here's the okay. thing. Sounds I, expensive. I want to make it very clear that I'm not proud of so that like expensive. infantile part of me. I'm not proud of the fact that I can't cook. It's just that I had agoraphobia and dropped out of high school to play video games. Girl, I love it's you. It's not that, like, yeah, I was eating oh, no. mac and cheese. Like, it's not that I, like, yeah, it's a skill that I didn't develop, so... I was like, I'm not proud of this, but I'm going to live stream me doing a Blue Apron thing. And I (laughs) tried to make chicken, and I burned that chicken. And then I tried to make gravy, and the milk that I used was curdled in my fridge. Uh, It just everything that could have gone wrong during that live stream did. I think I need to teach you to cook. Why were you using milk from the fridge? If it was Blue Apron, it should have gone perfectly portioned milk. I think I drank that Did she just now realize? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? You drank like a little teeny bottle of milk? You're like I was so I, drunk. Really? I was so drunk. Like this is the most tragic. So really, Cardi, you were like, I, I am just oh no, because what I, I ain't know, fucking thirsty. No, Your milk got drink, moist residue. I I'm gonna drink this ch- fucking no, three-inch tall bottle of fucking milk. <laughs> I fucked up the chicken, so I made grilled cheese, and I needed milk for it, but my milk was curdled, and it was left over from the blue yeah. apron thing. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> You needed milk to make a grilled cheese? Do no. you know how those work? No, to, to, you to wash eat, it you down. Beat it to wash it down. Yeah, yeah a little milk oh. So, uh, really, what the video <laughs> was was it was about half an hour of Kari just wandering around her apartment. Yeah, it was. And it me was. Was like, my dog. It and talking like to her it, dog. Yeah. It sounds like it, it was like watching a drunk girl try to burn her house down. Yeah, it was. You know, <laughs> so God, it was so sad. I'd, I'd pay to see that. It was. Yeah. A, it was a lot like when when my wife and I met and she she couldn't cook yeah. and so uh, the conversation I had with her was basically. 
Well, when you're cooking, what you really need to do is focus on cooking and stop going outside and having a cigarette, stop wandering around talking to people, stop answering the phone, talking yeah. to your friends, because what happens then is you're distracted and you burn your food. And then the second lesson was things don't cook faster on high. Mm-hmm. Shut up! That's, not, that's still not true. I still <laughs> no, don't. Even though I feel, you, go, you go medium. Here's, here's what medium we're going to do. Speaking <laughs> speaking of a, as a man of science, that is true. <laughs> Lee is right. Lee is. I re- I'm. I am. I am rejecting your reality and replacing it with my well, own. That doesn't make it true. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to cook, science. and it's uh, the outside burns faster. When yep. it's on hot yeah, yep, yeah. Well, I think that you guys should just Shut the make f- me food. <laughs> I, I think, I think I all, I think all five of you should make me a sandwich. Been, Yo, what's making, up? You wait, like, wait, hold on. I got, you like grits? I like grits. He I doesn't know what grits, grits are. Just yeah. remember, it's not quinoa. Hold on, we've yeah. got a host. That's, that's different. You guys, we've got a host. Oh, and he would pay to watch a drunk girl try to burn her house down. I would pay. I would so he, many quatlus. I would pay. <laughs> that's Carrie Jackson. Oh, over hi. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. The admirable. Admiral. Thank you very much. All right. How long did that intro take? I don't know. How long? 14 minutes. Hey! Yeah, it's a new record. Not, we're not, not good like, at this. Wait, no, that was... Uh, hey, our intro... The last one was 22. No, our it was 16. Are, our intros are oh, the best so part of the show. A little bit better. 16, 22, same thing. Go. Uh, it, Go. I, I forgot to warn you, Tony. <laughs> I forgot to warn you that we have a letter. Oh, wait. Uh, I might have that ready. And, and, it's like we have two letters. Well, we have several, actually. Yo, shut up. Yo, first of all. Let's talk f- about something else first. Real quick. No, real quick. No, I can I can, I can, yeah, fill some space. Stop right. there, buddy. Elon Osborne. He's the guy that does the, the letters, the Dyson show. Jingle. Oh, he did, he did all those. Yeah. Yes. He did some shit for, for my my show. That, oh, nice. The little Joey spinoff of, oh. of, of Geek Show, Incredibly Vocal Minority. And he... Those little drops that he had, because I do a word and bird Mm -hmm. of the week. That's Mm -hmm. like my thing that I do on the show is like, I like words and I like birds and I like talking about it. And so it's like, there's a word, bird, word, bird, word of the week, motherfucker. Like, I'm (laughs) like, yes, this is what I wanted. So shout out to Elon Osborne. Like, if you guys want him to do a drop for your show, Mm -hmm. or just your life. Yeah, like, would he make me a theme song that I could play every time I oh, walk that'd into be a dope. building? Like, you go to a staff meeting and be like, here comes Shannon. Here comes <laughs> Shannon. About to fuck shit up, He recently Landon. bought a denim jacket. <laughs> <laughs> At Target. Well, Drunk. Uh, do, you, do you need more time? Yeah, give okay. me another. T- so I'll tell you what, I could read the letter, and then you could... Play it at the end. It could be an outro. It could be an outro. Like, doesn't like a, need to be an intro. Yeah, like a rim shot kind of thing. Done. All right. Okay. Done. I, I fucks with that. Unless Carrie wants to play with her uh, oh, no, Blue Beetle like figure. I'm She's playing with Blue it. Beetle. Look, he, he need to put his gun back in, but it won't Does it. Blue Beetle get blue balls? No. Yes. Ted Cord gets mad pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you edited that. That out. is the gr- please write that <laughs> no, down. I, yeah. I think, no, I think, I think <laughs> Kari, Kari, you got the Geek Show equivalent of play of the game. You may have just named the episode. It's, uh, now, what's his last name? Ted. Ted Cord. Ted Cord. K O R D. K O R D. Can I tell you a story about Ted Cord really quick? Since we're stalling. Yeah. Sure. Um, we're stalling. So Ted Cord dated Barbara Gordon for a short period of time. She they met did? on an online dating website. Really? Her the... name was Rolling Thunder. Oh, oh this because is when, she's. This, this is when she was in Birds of Prey. Yeah, this when is she, when she was uh, in Birds of Prey. She in a and wheelchair. His username was Bumblebeeb. Look at this little baby. I, can you not? Can you unsplit him, please? No, he gets to sit there like, like that. that. He's going to stare right at you, too. Yeah. Do it. Ted. He looks like he's got some. Put the thing in the thing. Don't say it. Don't. I know this is you. Too don't say it. To describe what's going on. Like Ted Cord is doing the splits right now. Looks like he's got some really good glutes. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, you know. 
Yeah. You know that he's aggressively looking at Jay now. I brought yeah. Ted Cord as my. Psychic. He's just slowly whispering. He's staring down Jay. Actually. That is. He's, yes. There's a lot of M and R. Let's hear a letter. Word. That kind of makes me. Moist. Oh, I got it. You got it. All right. All right. Here we go. Wait, hold on. Oh, is it an intro? Yes. Yeah, intro. Okay. He's it's getting it running. I should have warned you. I'm sorry. It's okay. So sorry. We're, we pro- uh, we promise we're internet on my phone wasn't working. Usually needs like 45. We promise we've won best podcast before. We have just like a couple weeks. They didn't say. In a row. They said best, not most confident. <laughs> That's okay. true. Yeah. You ready for this? Okay. Still ready. Oh, hang on. God damn it. Fucking Tony. I I always turn the volume way down on my phone, and I always forget to turn it back up. That's the gadget spot. Shut up. (laughs) 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 Guys want advice on tech? (laughs) Don't talk to me. (laughs) Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. (laughs) That's right. I did it. Okay, have it it ready for... Never heard that before, Corey? Oh, keep it up? (laughs) Okay. That was worth the eight minutes. Use it, let's use it for an outro, too. All right. Okay. Be ready. Yeah, I'm keeping it up on my screen. Okay. Yeah. So much better than my letter song. <laughs> hey, it's a letter. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is from, this is from Mike. Uh, first, I want to say I've only been listening for about a year, but it's been an amazing year. You guys make Mondays in the windowless office I work in easier to get through. Today has been ex- an exceptionally rough one, though. Yeah, Mike's a Morlock. I was in Las Vegas all last week for the SEMA show, a massive car industry trade show. I left my car in Salt Lake because it's a source of stress. I didn't want it to break down while I was out of town. Because reasons beyond my comprehension, I decided that today was the day it was going to break down, right? As I uh, needed to leave for work, so my morning was filled with bad thoughts and anger. Then Geek Show came up in my podcast player. Hearing you, Jay, Shannon, Kiki, and Kari this morning brought a smile to my face. It made me realize that I'll get through this. I was, I was there, too. Yeah, I, I yes. was about to say, and Tony. <laughs> Tony was there. I was there. <laughs> this is uh, potentially very bad and incredibly annoying, but it will pass. I, I laughed with you guys. I thought about the gatekeeping that goes on in the car community mm-hmm. and made me reflect on my own geekdom. Uh, compared to most, I'm a casual. I'm a pedestrian. I've got a few comics and superhero movies and some anime, some games, not a library. Uh, listening to you guys makes me realize that uh, I don't have every issue. I don't have to have every issue. I know everything, I, and I know everything I need to know to be a real geek. That being enthusiastic about something and having a willingness to pick up issues when I can and explore new things means I'm on the right path. You also inspired me and my friends to start our own podcast. It's, car, it's car-centric. Oh, that's everybody now. But routinely devolves into uh, Rick and Morty references. Oh, I love that. Uh, As you do. Thanks so for making so my thanks for making my Mondays better and for making uh, an easier pill to swallow. Hiding in the bathroom at work, Mike. <laughs> so there's right Mike. on Mike. Mike just composed that whole letter on the crapper. I'm he did. You right now. Oh he yeah, did. I was. And that's ask. fine. That's where I do all my best work. Um, <laughs> when the when the light timer goes out, everyone's familiar with that in the bathroom. Yes! <laughs> All right. That was beautiful. A <laughs> little early. Well, you know. I, I try to fit it in when I can. <laughs> okay. Is there, is no, there another letter? I, I got another one. Oh, play it, play oh, it again. Shit. Play it again. Play it again. Oh, I love it. Whoa, whoa. It's right. my day. Tony, shine. Come on, Tony. <laughs> yeah! All right. <laughs> Fucking leave right you now. You can tell who's had enough of this shit. <laughs> Carrie and Lee are both just like, why are they dancing? Why are they doing that? No, no I'm, I'm enjoying you all. Uh, this is from Brandon. I fired you all. <laughs> In your head. You hired me. Goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, I've long tried, this is from Brandon, I've long tried to live by the doctrine of don't be that geek. 
but listening to this week's episode, and it's the one that uh, you and, and Kiki were on, and the conversation about gatekeeping leaves me with a question. If I'm asked about something I'm deeply into, I feel compelled to ask a couple of probing questions. I don't do this in any attempt to keep folks out of fandom. Instead, I'm trying to gauge just how far to open the floodgates. <laughs> I, I want to be a missionary, but, but I don't want to overwhelm the pedestrians. Yeah. How do I balance this and not come across as a barrier or gatekeeper? For example, because I asked him, what, what, give me an example. He replied, well, like with Star Wars. Yeah. If someone asks about Wedge, how, do I, how deep do I dive? Simply that he survived both Death Star runs, only person to do so. Well, or I, as a man of science, a wedge or, is is a, is <laughs> a why machine. Why do you have to be a fucking man of science on so much shit? <laughs> well, and I won't talk about what he's not a man of science about. But or oh. he's talking about Green Lantern. Yeah, no, I think he's talking about God and Jesus. And no. that. Okay. Well, they're the same. They're the same. Same thing. <laughs> okay, so like in Star Wars, if someone asks about wedge, how deep do I dive? Uh, simply that he survived both Death Star runs, or are they ready for deep dives into Rogue Squadron, Wraith Squadrons, mm. all of the EU that is so beautiful and massive? I don't, uh, I don't think this guy understands how gatekeeping works or yeah. what it is. If somebody asks you and you say, you don't fucking get Wedge, then you're a gatekeeper. Then you're right. a gatekeeper. Right. But if you're yeah. like, so this, this is how I usually say. Somebody says, hey, what can you tell me about... This Warhammer 40K is really cool. I really like it. So what can you tell me about the backstory? How much time say, you got? Well, That's usually no, what I, I usually say. I usually say, do you want the Cliff's Notes? Yeah. Or do you want, or do you want the whole fucking story? Because hmm. if you want the whole story... I'll tell you what. There's some great books. Let me tell you what books there are, mm-hmm. and that's how I've been. That's how I've been approaching Star Wars lately too. Is mm-hmm. we can talk Star Wars if you want to talk Star Wars, but if you want to watch a movie with me, let's watch a movie, or let's watch let's watch Rebels, or let's read yeah. some of these books or comics, and I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a list of and what's yeah. great. And see, that's the opposite of being the gatekeeper. That's right. the missionary. The gatekeeper right. is well, fucking. Can you I know. Yeah. can I put my comprehension of it sure. in very general terms? I think gatekeeping is that uh, somebody walks up to you. And it says that, hi, I uh, have recently been exposed to this fandom, mm-hmm. and I would, uh, I think I like this fandom. And then you look at them as a the gatekeeper and go, prove to me that you are deserved that of this fandom. Yeah, and that. that's the bullshit. And that's what it is. That's what gatekeeping yeah. is, right? Yeah. And it's like, you don't get to fucking choose what people expect. Experience. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of gatekeeping with people that are new to something too. I mean, it, it happens to guys, not as much as it happens to women, because for some reason geeks seem to think that and it's, yeah, it that is mostly at women. Yeah, that that your gender dictates whether or not you're going to be into Overwatch, which is bullshit. <laughs> or race, but, or race. That can be that can be a factor too. But I, I know a lot of people uh, are really harsh to kids when they get into something. Oh, and that's, for sure. And that's yep. such bullshit. That's bullshit. Like, there's a kid who plays who really. He, he, he worked for us for a little bit. He was like 14, and he wanted to learn how to make some food. So he worked for us for a summer, and, and he's a good kid, and he really liked Heroclix. And he'd go to his local store to play Heroclix, and the adults there were really shitty to him. because, um, And, and it kind of ended up being this whole circle of geek thing to me, because I realized... The if, circle exactly. Of if somebody doesn't turn around and help this kid have fun with hero clicks, he's going to be that geek in fifteen years, mm-hmm. where he's he thinks that's that's the indoctrination that's the, to geekdom. That's right? the norm, right? So, so in fifteen years, he's going to be sitting there at his local, and some kid's going to come in and be like, "I want to learn how to play hero clicks," and he's like, "Prove it, prove it." I actually have a story that hits all the points here: yeah. being an asshole to kids, being an asshole to women, um, and it's great. 
Uh, when I was little. I hope you did it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I wish. Baby's face is Damn all it. fucked up. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so what happened is I went to a book signing for one of my favorite authors. You may have heard of him. It's Orson Scott Card. Um, oh, no, oh, we've no. never heard of no. him. Yeah. We didn't uh, have a lengthy discussion for like six <laughs> months about that motherfucker. No. A 13-year-old girl who didn't know better uh, went to go see Orson Scott Card at the King's English. Um, and I went up to him and I had him signing a couple copies of Ender's Game. And I was like, Mr. Card, I am your biggest fan. I've read all of, and I've read, I have read all of his books uh, up until a certain year where I found out that I was gay. But uh, <laughs> beyond that, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, wait, I'm animated him. He hates me. Um, he wants me to die. I was like, you're like, I, I've read every single one of your books. I am your biggest fan. And he looks at me and he goes, Oh, honey, no, you're not. What? Yeah, that was Orson Scott Card to a 13 year old girl. So he's an asshole on multiple levels. Pouring her heart out to him. And he, like, it's adult humor that children don't understand. Like, we don't get sarcasm. We can't read people. Children are face blind, essentially. Uh, I I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Is that sarcasm? I think it was. I can't believe you would do that. Yeah, can you? And he looked at me, and I started crying as soon as I turned around. And he just put yep. another hash mark on shit. his made kids cry list. Yeah. What a douche. What a shit. He was an and asshole. He was a, why would you ever say something he like that to somebody? He was his own gatekeeper. Yeah, he was, his, he was yeah. gatekeeping to his own detriment. No, I, mean, I, I mean, I'll tell you, like, anytime anybody walks up to me mm-hmm. that recognizes me and says, hey, oh my, you know. I love your like, it happened like Yeah, it happened like three times last night, obviously, because in a mm-hmm. radio from hell thing. And um, I had like three people walk up to me and they're like, fuck, we've. God, I love you. We love the show. Blah, blah. And why would you turn that into a shitty experience? Oh, no, you're somebody? not a fan. It's because Orson Scott Card doesn't believe that 13-year-old girls were worthwhile. He's like, I yeah. didn't write my books for exactly. you. Exactly. I didn't exactly. write my books for girl children. Well, well I mean, actually, but I'll tell you what. If a 13-year-old girl walked up and said that she loved our podcast, I was like... I'd freak out. I'd go, well, <laughs> yeah. you, your parents are terrible, but thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call CPS. Uh, I'm going to get on the phone with thank CPS right now. Thank you for listening, but fuck your parents. I mean, the, the latest example of gatekeeping that I'm seeing is with Thor Ragnarok, yeah. because there's so uh, there's so much of it that is based in the in the comic book mythology that is... That is different on screen, yeah. and and I'm seeing it when guys try to explain it to people. Well, you know, uh, Hela is not his sister; it's Loki's do- uh, Loki's child. Yes. Uh, they're not siblings, uh, and also, uh, and, and they and they just well, come and, on. and I'm like, no, you you've got someone who's interested in something. You yep. just right. here's what you do: is you say. You know, if you like that gladiator story, there's a great comic book you should read. Okay, so I'm a, and here it is. You know, I have gone and seen that movie twice. Yeah. Oh, I so just saw good. it, by the yeah. way, so I can talk about yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw so it. fucking good. I love it, and it has fuck all to do with the source material. Yeah, yeah. true. I mean, yeah. Like, 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 they, they tell their own story I for mean, sure. Like, no, I wouldn't say fuck all. No, no, it there's, there's very little. It yeah. was inspired. It's, it's, it's skimmed. I mean, yeah, you, got, skimmed. you got Korg and you got oh, Meek, but okay, and, you got, you know. My Korg. favorite oh my goddamn God. character is Korg. Yep. Yeah. Okay, but in the comic books, Korg was not like that no, at all. not even a little Super bit. serious. He wasn't even the same color in the, the comics. Well, they did that for a thing. You know mm-hmm. that that's, that's oh they didn't want people to confuse him with yeah, thing yeah okay well, that makes sense but like in the comic books like if if they would have done a, a a direct translation of Korg he would have been like 
Oh, we're going to kill everyone. Yeah. Oh, I am an honor. An honor. Yeah. yeah. We're war bound. We're and, war bound. Yeah. Right. right. That's kind of like a stereotype, and like, though. But kind like, of boring. But like me, and like in the comic books, Meek talked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was actually my favorite character in uh, uh, Planet, Planet Hulk. What was yeah. his personality like? Will you explain that to me? Meek? He was kind of like this cute warrior. I don't yeah, know what else to he, say. Yeah, like, yeah. was he angry? Was he like like rocket? No, was not he like, really. No, he was. No, he was like. You know, this is kind of bullshit. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm gonna fucking fight everybody. <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's why hands yeah. with knives, dude, was the shit. Yeah, but the minute Cord started talking, and it was that office space voice. Yeah. Oh, it was. What's his name? What Kiki's voice? Tida with Tida with It made me laugh so hard. Yeah, and the and the kids that have seen it, you know, from the set. Hey, man. They're like, they're like, what was your favorite? What'd you like the best about it, Mister B? I was like, oh, Korg. And I look at him and go, "Hi, we're gonna we're gonna go in that big spaceship over there. <laughs> want to come? Hey, you want to come? Sounds like you had a strange relationship right, with your hammer, hammer right? It, it, our I friend, didn't bring that one up. You rode your hammer, right? what? Yeah. Our but friend. the kids are like, yeah, and it was so funny. All of the kids and like one kid even said it when they just saw him speak in the trailer. I never saw him speak in the trailer. I don't. Remember, I don't Same. think he did. And um, that kid was high. Yep. <laughs> but no, it was before the movie came out. That Somehow kid, they saw it. That kid was super hot. From the future. Um, mm. But they were just like, I really liked it, how this big, scary looking guy had this soft, nice voice. It's like Mike Tyson that way. Oh, oh, oh my God. No, that's the best way to describe <laughs> it's it. It's true. Hey, gentle hey. giant. You know yeah. what? You yeah. got the crazy. Our well, friend. No. Our friend Nikki uh, in New Zealand said that uh, it's yeah, a, he's actually right. an even funnier character for for Kiwis because yeah. he is uh, a New Zealand archetype. That particular character, like uh, the huge dude with the soft voice, something along those lines. Well, I didn't I didn't ask her to yeah. to uh, elaborate on that, but I I think that we need to do a little homework and find she out. Was, yeah, because she I remember that question. She said everybody. That comment, yeah. She said everybody in New Zealand knows that dude. Mm-hmm, so right. mm, okay, That's but really like sweet. my thing is like. I, once again, we're not those geeks. Yeah, and they they took their liberties. They took a lot of liberties, but but it was a great care. goddamn movie. Yeah. I but didn't then also, care. But then yeah. also, they mentioned the thing where um, I'm sorry, I turned you into a frog one time. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a year of whole uh, of Thor comics. That was a little. Here you go. Yeah. 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 Isn't that nice? A little piece of How like, about that, huh? This bit. exists in this universe for little you. little fan service. Oh, and by the way, Valkyrie. Oh. Yes. Tessa motherfucking Thompson. Right? Mm. Hi, damn. Dude, I was into Kate hella. Blanchett. That was insane. I was, that was some shit. God damn. I would, my cup runneth over with Valkyrie and Hella. I, I showed up to the, to the press screen. Very happy. <laughs> I just got to Very happy. Is this Barack Obama? It's Chappelle. No, it, it just, <laughs> you kind of had to be there at the press screen to see what was going on with my life, my personal life. And uh, oh, when oh, I went home, I was like, joke. what? Okay. But yeah, but like, I've always loved the character design of Hela. I've mm-hmm. always thought, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, what a beautiful, strong, Are we spoiling sexy. Hela? Are we spoiling? Thing. No, no. But Kate Blanchett, as a live action Hela. Oh yeah. Made it even stronger. 
sexier mm-hmm. and awesome. It was amazing. Oh. Moist, yeah. moist her, residue. The first look of you her. You guys, I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. Oh, I'll be in my bunk. Um, the first look of her when she's all disheveled and everything and her like hair is hanging in front of her like face. Like all gothy. Yeah, like yeah. she's like that hot goth chick at the club that like looks really mean. At Area like, 51. Mm. Yeah, at Area 51 where I was last night. She's, God. Like, she's like that glam so trash ashamed. chick that you met at the rave one, one time. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, uh, can I try to bring in just a weird niche thing that I noticed? Sure. And then we'll, so, re- we'll finish up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you guys heard or seen Samurai Jack? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so weirdly, uh, there's an episode of Samurai Jack where he's like fighting this volcano dude. Uh, and the volcano dude's like, I've been waiting for somebody to come and kill me. I can only die honorably in battle. Yeah. So the first scene, well, and also, Hella looks like Haku or Aku yes. from yes. Samurai Jack. So it's yes. really strange to see like the lighthearted humor plus the artistic merit with this weird storyline from Samurai Jack with the same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It was so strange sitting in that theater because I felt like I was watching. <laughs> Almost an episode of Samurai Jack. That's it's cool. A similar aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I never and it thought was of it insane. that way. No, you should like. No, watch it's very it with that true because Samurai Jack could be very like awkward and stuff, and that's yeah. how like Thor. Mm-hmm. I thought that Thor was a big doofy jock. It yeah. was. It was awkward but, as fuck. But back to the the whole "Am I a gatekeeper?" thing. Instead of you know trying to lecture somebody about how Thor Ragnarok is wrong, what you should do is turn it around and say, "Hey, listen, if you loved that, read here, this? read Planet Hulk." Yeah. You know, there was a year where he was a frog. Read that. Read you know. that. We have, what was what? And, it and was just, called Throg. Yeah. Point him in a direction. Rather <laughs> yeah. than stopping them from enjoying yeah. what they enjoy, right. point him in a direction. So like, many, like, use your yeah. knowledge yeah. to yeah. be like, oh, well, go experience the stuff that made but, me love this. But, but ask them, to begin with, how deep do you want to go? You know? We're seeing a little of that Not with... Even, discovery right now where a lot of people are, are mm-hmm. not, not willing to let go of their yeah uh, and it's it's unfortunate they're not willing they're not willing they're not willing to let go of scripture long enough to, to realize really that there's a really cool story being told they had so, a holodeck too early in the timeline not, and it wasn't that well they had holodecks in the animated series <laughs> It's the suspension of disbelief that we all give freely to our creators, and then we take it away in a really haughty, petty yep. way. Yes. Like you're like, I'm willing to believe that he, they had that he has a sister that I've never heard of for the last eight movies. Right. I'm, um, wa- I'm willing to believe <laughs> that they could turn themselves into digital information, yeah, and tr- uh, move it to a different place, mm-hmm. yeah, and then reassemble it, yeah. But you're like, what? Klingons can't look different. I hate <laughs> it. They I have hate it. consistently for I 50 years. I hate that years. I can suspend my disbelief and think that everybody in Asgard wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. Exactly. For example. I. But for some reason, like, they decide to change the canon just the slightest bit. And we're like, and no, we're not going to take that. No, no, no. No, I, I, when I saw that Korg was different from his, like, mm-hmm. from just physical appearance and then just voice and demeanor and everything, I was, I was like, okay. But I was... But I wasn't gatekeeping at all, and, and, and I told the people that I, I saw the movie. They with, also I was need like, to, it's, there's a numerical answer to all of this. I mean, it's not the six one six universe. So step right. the That's fuck off and realize yeah. that there's it's an alternate reality. It's got a different canon. It's got a different way of That's doing right. things. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I've started calling. Uh, I've uh, started calling kids that uh, make bad choices at work. I, I'm started calling them Doug. Oh my god! Good job, Doug. <laughs> all right, day, another Doug. Go. All right. God, uh, I love me. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to have broken news where we're going to review Justice League for you. Oh. After this. 
I can't wait. And can't uh, then we'll come back to the basement, and I've got some uh, a whole bunch of other stuff for you. Stuff and things? Stuff and things. Do, oh, we, oh. do we have other letters? I, I, I do, but Please I... Please no. But save it for the... Just keep that queued up. Okay. Third, third, All right. third, well, third, no, third we're going to save this letter for the... Uh, yeah, for third? later. For no, later. All suggestion. Right. We should yes. have... One day, we should have just a full letters episode. Oh, okay. I actually got three letters... Really? I did. I got three nice. messages. You got messages? I nice. Did. Aren't our fans great? Like, our fans are fucking great. Genuinely they really are. have never felt anything like that. Truly. Like, so, uh, like you've got, oh, hold on. I, I know the kind of messages you get oh, no. on the internet. Yes. I, no you get the uns- fucking worst. So you finally got three positive yeah. They were the kindest. Like I get, yeah, I get death threats. I get just because of the circles that I run in. You get bots too. Geek hey. show fans. I can't even believe how kind. Like the fact that they took time out of their day to write me stuff. They're the best. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost crying. It's fine. So Justice League review after uh, after these messages. We'll be right back. Hey, this episode. Whoa. Geek show podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and dad ass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. When you're out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. Made from the award-winning triple-distilled gluten-free Kid Curry Vodka. Available now in Utah State Liquor Stores for just $16.99. Perfect for the holiday season. Mixes great with eggnog, hot cider, Coke, White Russians, or simply as a chilled shot. That's how I like it. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Broken News, welcome to it. Woohoo! Hello, boys. Hey, man. Hello. Joining me for Broken News. Am I still on the logo? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. I know. We miss you. (laughs) I was busy. You've been off talking to the Hollywood types. All of them. All, every one of them. Uh, last weekend was three junkets, one yeah. one weekend. Did you get groped? 
No. No? I did the groping. Oh, okay. To myself. <laughs> Can't go to Hollywood without getting groped. You harassed yourself? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to file um, a complaint to HR tomorrow. To Shannon and Jimmy joining me for Broken News. And uh, we're going to get to the Justice League in a moment. But real quick, uh, this is a letter concerning last week's episode. Uh Uh-oh. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. Uh, This is from Jeremiah. Uh, I've been listening to Geek Show since it was just an occasional hour on the radio. Uh I have met all of you at one point or another at a convention, farmer's market, the late Frisch Compassionate Eatery, Wise Guys, One Night at Pub Quiz. I have, sen- I have since all of that moved from Utah to the Oregon coast and continue to listen every week. While I have said thank you for making this show on many occasions, I feel that my gratitude is repeating in written form. I, don't- I want to go on record in saying I love the show and it carries through many weeks of suffering through reality. You all make me laugh. I'm grateful to be let into the basement or wherever it is you happen to be recording on a weekly basis. Uh, I also want to say I appreciate the wealth of topics that you cover that have an impact on the world of all your listeners, not just the geeky fun ones that unite panelists and fans, but the topics that matter to us and unite us as human beings, from being a better geek to issues of depression, social and political upheaval, and the recent light that has been shown on the sexual harassment issue. Yeah. I listened to your disclaimer of uh, the episode uh, the week before this one, Jerkery. Uh, where Carrie warned us all that the first half of the episode is going to deal with some heavy topics. I understand the need to do this because a lot of listeners, myself included, come to Geek Show to laugh and forget. At the same time, I want to thank you all for addressing these important topics. The importance of facing and talking about the problems in our world, geek and otherwise, cannot be understated and is the first step toward finding solutions. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that I appreciate Geek Show uses its voice to speak to the truth and to be a light in the dark. Keep doing what you're doing. You're all my heroes. Jeremiah. Thanks, Jeremiah. So there nice. you go. That's nice. Because <clears throat> I did get a lot of bummer. <laughs> yeah. Comments, well, I'm sorry. Email. Sorry there's real that. issues out there sometimes. And I, and I promised you the second half of the show, we lightened up. We did. Oh, yeah. Everything was fine. All right. Uh, let's start with Justice League. And I'm going to close it with this story. Okay. About how DC fans are their own worst enemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see it every time. Yeah. Every time. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> now, we, we saw it Tuesday. all together. Yeah, almost a week ago. Yeah. And uh, every, and we released a video. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved it. You really loved it. Yeah. I know you did. I had a chance to think about it for a couple of days. Yeah. And uh, I'll say this. It is not without its problems. Yep. Sure. But seeing the enthusiasm on a young boy's face. <laughs> well, like yeah, me and here, Tony, right? You and Tony. Because I, I was at two and a half. I'll be honest with you. I was at two and a half. Yeah. And then I saw these guys' reaction to it. <laughs> and they were able to see past the flaws because it was all about the rush of seeing their team. Sure. You know, their team was up there and was doing it. Yeah. And so I gave it an extra star for that. Yeah. Just like with my Wonder Woman review. I mean, I thought Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. Three stars. But then I saw a little girl. Yeah. That little girl. Out front. Yeah. You, you remember? Yeah. And she just made me so happy I went four stars. Yeah. You know. I keep floating between three and three and a half. With, that's, that's with Justice League? Yeah. With Justice League. I made a post just the other day on Facebook and it said, uh, yeah, it's not perfect. You mm-hmm. know, but it's a huge step in the right it, direction for DC. It does not deserve the goddamn drubbing it's getting made. It's... It's getting hammered out there. Like, oh yeah! Like I think it's like at a 
46 yeah. on Metacritic. Yeah. No, I went oh, on, on Metacritic and it's yeah. even lower on Rotten Tomatoes. But like I don't I don't I don't get it. Like so, I, you know it's got issues well, but not that low. I think <laughs> that it might be initially the hatred of Zack Snyder that critics immediately go into the theater with. Yeah. Yeah. They immediately deduct a star because of that. <laughs> and then again there are problems with the movie. But, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I never thought to look at my watch once. Yeah, like that. Like, I, I just saw a movie uh, the day, the day before we saw Justice League called Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. It's got like a ninety-two on Metacritic. I thought it was boring as fuck. Mm. Like, I, I was seriously watching, going, "Oh god, this needs, to, this needs to wrap up fucking quick." Because it only, it was only like a you know eighty-five minute movie or something like that. I looked at my watch; it had been thirty-three minutes. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this movie, <laughs> fucking boring as so, shit." And it's got a ninety-two. And then you look at Justice League. Yeah, yeah it's got its issues. Yeah. At forty-six. I was like, "Fuck off." Well, like, here's what do you expect? Well, and I'm talking about like fans though too. Yeah. No, the fans are the like I said, well, D- DC fans are their own worst enemy. Well, and the thing is though, there is this huge anti-DC. I don't care if a shit what it is. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, and you, well, and it's this week kind of in the comic book world too. There's certain people that will like, I'm never gonna like anything that's DC. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't understand that. Right. And, but there's people like that. that. You know that. Yeah, I right? know. And, I know. We, and, we know them. Yeah. And like <laughs> me, like I've said, I've always been bi. Mm-hmm. I can go either way. <laughs> you know, I can go DC or Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I, know? I usually drift more towards Marvel, but I still enjoy DC. In my heart, I'm a DC guy. Because I yeah. love Batman. Yeah. In my heart, I'm a DC guy. And I, you know, I, hadn't, I haven't read anything for a long time because I just didn't like what was going on. You know, but the movies, uh, you know, I didn't like that the last ones were too dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I still liked them. I got nervous at the beginning of Justice League, though, because they did that uh, uh, version of uh, Leonard Cohen's Everybody Knows. And I was like, ah, fuck. Are we going to get this dour again? (laughs) But I think that's what I liked about this one. It was kind of a, it showed, oh, we're lifting out of this darkness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And that's what they say at the end. And I finally, like Superman's finally Superman in this movie. So is you know Batman. I mean? <laughs> and so is Batman. Right? My, my favorite scene without ruining much. Can we can we say the, the worst kept secret in, in Hollywood about this movie? What? The Superman's? Fuck, Superman's in it. Shut of course. the fuck up. Everybody knows. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Everybody knows. So anyway, when Superman's out there, obviously in any Avengers mashup like that, they're all gonna go at each other, like because they don't know who they are, blah blah. You know, right. the, it's, you've got to have that in every fucking superhero team. Any when they yeah. meet, they, they have, have to, to fight. Yes, yeah. it's just well, the rule. It's like the Reservoir Dogs. Nobody knows who each other are. Nobody's gonna back down. Yeah. So yep. I give you the fucking colors. So uh, what do you call it? So so Superman, you know, takes off and then you know lands near that monument or whatever. And then, like, Wonder Woman jumps, Aquaman jumps, you know, they can do like, you know, Cyborg the, the gods, flies. Cyborg flies, Flash, Flash goes, and they had this, like, you know, this kind of fight scene. And then all of a sudden, right towards the end, Batman comes, like, running, running out. <laughs> Goddamn. I was like, he's an old grizzly fuck. <laughs> There's no buildings to swing on. <laughs> no, because I, that made me happy, too, because I hate that whole, uh, if uh, Batman fought Darth Vader, he'd win. Fuck you, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> Fuck you, he wouldn't. No, you know what I mean? Vader Everybody's could just like, crush him from across the room. No, he's, if he fought Godzilla, he'd fucking win. No, no he, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. You know? Sorry, you, get, you can't. Anyway. Well, he's got the great line, too, because you know, there's that scene where he takes the shirt off, and he's got all the bruises, and, and was it one woman says something like, you know, how do you plan on doing this in 20 years? He's like, I can barely do it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Uh, and I like Batfleck. I don't care what anyone says. I think he's great. I think yeah. he's great. I think he does a, a fine job. He he owns that old bristled Batman. He yeah. does. Who's just fucking like, a little annoyed? Yeah. You know that shit's getting real now. But, yep. You know, not just like you know ground level yeah, criminals. It's like what what does Alfred say? Oh, I long for the days of uh, wind up penguins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, oh, uh, he's great too. I yeah. love Jeremy Irons in that role. And and here's something I thought I'd never say. Hey, Aquaman's cool. Dude, he fucking Fuck stole yeah. that show. I never thought I'd say that sentence yeah. in my life. Right. That's right? Like, the way I described it, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the leaders in the fighting. Then you've got the Flash, who's your jokester. You got uh, Cyborg, who's your techie. You know, kind of more dry humor. And then you've got Batman, who's the kind of useless grizzled fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but from a DC fan, not, I mean, I, fuck it. It's everything I've ever wanted to see. Now, granted, I told you, like I've told you this before, my first conscious, like hard memory in my head mm-hmm. is me sitting and watching the Super Friends with my little brother. Yeah, as my mom and dad moved into our house on uh-huh. a black and white TV, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I, yeah, I God, I've always wanted to see. I've, I I wanted to see them on, on screen together. Yeah, and looking good. Yeah. There was that television special in the seventies. Look it up. Yeah. There was a Justice Wait. League of America TV. It was a pilot. They were hoping to make a series. Yeah. <laughs> Go look it up. Well, and I even like I remember them like that's so cool. Well, but yeah. like this was just neat. I just I I loved it. And then there was like the little shit that they threw on for you know fan service. Mm-hmm. You know that opening part. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but me and Tony just losing our mm-hmm. shit. So I'm probably missing some things. You have to tell me off off the yeah. mic. Yeah, there's a couple um, of questions I had for you. But like, you know what they did well though. I mean, it's hard to do. It's an ensemble cast that everybody gets their moment in the sun. Right. And everybody gets at least two moments. Yeah. yeah. That's everybody. not easy to do, folks, no. especially with a two-hour running time. That's, well, a good th- that's the thing, too. They fucking kept it tight. Yeah. Well, they did. It was... And was, it you, was it you and me, Shane, that were saying that? I was like, I could actually use a little bit more. Yeah. You know? That's the first I'd one okay. I wasn't like... And I was, I'm so glad. I'd be like, oh, my God. I hope there is a director's cut because it'll just be better. Yeah. Not like, oh, my God, I hope the director's cut is better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we do with Batman V. Well, see, that's the um, thing, too. It's like, I never, you know, I, I never hated the other ones. You know, I, Suicide I Squad, I hated the villain, but it was still, I had a good time. I, and I liked Batman on. Superman. I still haven't watched the director's yeah. cut yeah. of yeah. Batman Superman. Oh, hell, we but, liked Man of Steel fine. Right. I you loved know. Man of Steel. Yeah. But, now, uh, the villain, though, cut, cut it with the goddamn CGI generic villain. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's DC's biggest problem. And, you yeah. know, I don't want to get too far into it, but, like, that, the villain it was well, another major issue with me I can, in this one. I can, I can boil it down for you because Joss Whedon yeah. uh, did The Avengers. And this movie follows those beats. Yeah. It really does. And you can see his fingerprint all over it. And uh, the difference is, is that with The Avengers, you had Loki. Yeah. And he was charming, and he was funny, yeah. and he was scary. And he was someone that you could relate to. This villain in Justice League, I, he didn't have that. He was just, uh, he was just, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, I'm going to you know, you know, destroy the world. Um, Whereas Loki called Black Widow a mewling quim. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you knew Loki, you know, Loki's motivation was just revenge, essentially. And, and also, yeah. Loki looked real. And then there was that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that, is the, that is the problem with Justice League. Um, I love the parademons, though. The parademons. Were the parademons cool. were cool, and mm-hmm. that's who they were fighting most of the time. Yes. Let's be honest, you know. So, but there was actually a couple of things that, as I was watching, I was like, "Why is this so important to keep showing that family barricading themselves in yeah. that house?" And I was <laughs> like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> like, I thought they were going like, to do something important. No, they just took off. <laughs> but um, 
Oh, that's a great shot too when Flash helps him, and he kind of—I won't say what it is—but he looks to the right and sees somebody else helping. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Right? This is a great Jesus moment. Christ. No, like, again, this this movie's I filled. Suck. This movie's filled with some great moments. Yeah. And if no, you're, it's fun. And that's why I don't understand why DC fans are hitting it hardest. You know what I wonder a little bit. You know, if, I, if this had come out before Thor, because Thor just knocked out of the fucking park. Yeah, Thor really raised the bar. Yeah. Um. So you start comparing Marvel, DC. They're, but, showing, they're showing both these movies at uh, Brewies right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Um, well, which brings me to this story. Again, DC fans being their own worst enemies. Yep. Zack Snyder fans are petitioning for the release of his cut of oh, Justice God. League. Oh, uh, God. Because they, some deleted scenes leaked online. They've been taken down since yesterday, as, mm-hmm. as of this recording. Huh. Uh, but uh, some leaked... Zack Snyder scenes. So, here we go. Change.org. Roberto Mata of San Juan, Puerto Rico, who really, you should be doing something else at some time. Don't you have bigger shit to worry about, Roberto? Roberto, there are people on your island that need your help. For fuck's sake. Uh, He's like, ah, God, I got no water. I mean, he's obviously one of the few people that have power. He has power. So he can... Anyway. There's dead bodies everywhere, but God damn it, I want a Zack Snyder fucking movie. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, R- Roberto Mata of San Juan, Puerto Rico has amassed over 33,000 uh, signatures in just a few days, uh, close to his goal of 35,000. The petition aimed at Warner Brothers itself requests the release of Zack Snyder's director's cut and Junkie XL's score. Because Junkie XL yeah. was kicked out, so yeah. was Hans Zimmer. Danny Elfman was brought in. Yeah. Which, what a pendejo. Which, if you, if you read, Danny Elfman's interviews are all over the place, and he's talking about how this is the second time that Joss Whedon has called me in at the last minute yeah. to help with something, because it was Age of Ultron. Ah. Um, and he says, uh, that's, seems to be, that seems to be our working relationship, is that I get a call in the night from Joss Whedon. Help! <laughs> <laughs> um, because, yeah, it was uh, Joss Whedon removed a uh, Junkie XL score. Did you catch that little, the two little tidbits in the score of yeah. Justice League? Yeah. The, and, the, the old 89 Batman? Well, he's, he's been very vocal about, he says, I don't understand why every time a director and a producer gets a hold of a character, why don't they use the established themes? Yeah. I, I said to the DC guys, you've got two of the most famous music themes in superherodom. Mm-hmm. You've got my Batman and you've got John Williams Superman. Right. And you're foolish if you don't use them. Yeah. They're established and loved by your fans. Yeah, right. Well, I got the tingles when I heard it. And so that's why, and they said, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Go ahead. You know. Stop dicking Anything. around. Well, it's, like, it's not like every new director gives Darth Vader a new theme. And that, that was his example. Yeah. He yeah, said, oh, really? look what Star Wars has done. Yeah. They have the Imperial March, and the fans love it. Yeah. And, and give them what they want, for fuck's sake. Don't have a new theme every time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, because that was the example that he used. He used that in James Bond. He said, yeah. here are the two examples. Here are two examples. Star Wars, James Bond. You know the music. Right. You know how it makes you feel. Yeah, it's like you, you know? hear, da-da-da-da. You like James Bond. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally James Bond. Uh, anyway, so this is this is him. But the thing is, though, the Zack Snyder version probably doesn't exist, because more of the interviews I've read with people, like especially Danny Elfman, who was doing the score, he said that the movie that I saw was it the movie that you saw? And that was the one that I scored from. It's, right. I don't know how much Zack Snyder is, is out there. Because, yeah, we did shoot a lot, but we used it. You yeah. know, it was in yeah. there. 
So, well, anyway, do you really need I guess we'll petition? see when DVD comes out. Well, right? I was going to say, do you really need a petition? Yeah. If anybody makes director's cuts of his films, it's Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, so don't worry about it. I think he's it. the only one that still God. does it. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, and I'm just blown away, this guy's doing this from fucking Puerto Rico. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway, so. <laughs> I've got my priorities out of, out of whack. <laughs> I've got power and First water. thing, his power comes on. <laughs> Fuck the Justice League! <laughs> fuck it! Not, fuck this whole fuck fuck! Doesn't like, dear mom, I'm okay, I'm still alive. <laughs> you know, no, I'm so thirsty. It's fuck, it's fuck the Justice I'm League. I'm so thirsty, but fuck the Justice League. We're just talking about Puerto Rico's making me thirsty here. Yeah. Mm. You drink water better than our president. Thank you. It's because I'm a human being. Oh, you're not pretending. <laughs> I'm not an alien pretending to be a human being. Hello, Homan. I must drink like human now. <laughs> they do it like this. You have to hold it with both hands and twist and twist and twist. <laughs> then you make love to the bottle. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but anyway, that so we. That top of that thing was on. It was. We, but we liked yeah, Justice liked League. And, and I we, loved it. And I don't understand why DC fans just aren't happy. Huh. I, I think it. it's maybe because of our perspective. They showed it with the box office. Well, yeah, they're not supporting at the box office. Go and see this movie. Yeah. Support this movie. It's it's a big event. It's a wonderful, fun thing. I Wonder, want a, Wonder nice, Woman kicks ass. I, I want an Aquaman movie, man. Well, Go for, get, that's yeah. the next one. And then uh, yeah, the, that's the one thing, too. All the scenes that take place underwater, I'm like, that looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I can yeah. see a movie underwater with this. Yeah, it works. Uh, I was going to say uh, IMAX. Yeah. Seeing an IMAX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, these, these kind of movies, these, these spectacles are designed yeah. to be on and IMAX. And that's, that's where we saw it. Was and the IMAX. other thing is, it's a, it's a goddamn superhero movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got what I wanted from a superhero movie. Yeah, it's, it's you got superheroes that I loved, and I got to see them as real life people, mm-hmm. and they fucking beat up shit. Yeah, what's funny Done. is when we because uh, we saw it on Tuesday. I don't know if you guys knew it or not, but there was a screening the day before. Oh yeah, uh, but it wasn't IMAX, and so oh. and so uh, when the rep told me that. There were some other conditions that why we need to be there Tuesday with the cosplayers and stuff like that that were there because yeah. I set I set that all up and. But and but right when she sent this email, she's like, you know, this this, you know, this, you know, blah blah. blah. But the third thing she goes, oh, and also just so you know, uh, Tuesday's IMAX and Monday's not. They go, well, fuck Monday. Well, fuck Monday. I'll yeah. wait twenty four hours to go yeah. see the fucking IMAX. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, another great thing that we got this week was uh, a Deadpool two trailer. So fucking. Funny. I haven't watched that yet. You need oh, to watch. So good. Uh, Cat shit her pants. You don't. You don't see a lot of the movie. It's a right. lot of quick cuts. Although the video is like three minutes long, it's because it's. It's Wade Wilson. It's Deadpool as pretending he's Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he uh, it's, and it's just hilarious. It's not safe for work, by the way. Uh, just so you know. Now, along with these, Fox, you know, the movie companies release official synopsises. Yeah, this is the official actual synopsis for Deadpool Two. After surviving a near fatal bovine attack, mm-hmm. a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope with his lost sense of taste. Searching to regain his spice for life, as well as a flux capacitor, Wade must battle ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor. Finding a new taste for adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of World's Best Lover. Oh, my God. These people have too much fun. They have too much fun promoting these movies. In Deadpool news, I'd like to say congratulations to Broovies. They won their lawsuit. They won their lawsuit. Well, uh, well, no, they... 
yeah, they won their lawsuit, and now Rocky's going to sue the state to get the money back. Go get them, Rock. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, if you live outside of the state, just uh, Google Deadpool Salt Lake City Bruvies. Uh, B R E W V I E S. Mm-hmm. And then and, just roll your eyes at how stupid our read fucking the, government is. Read the story, and it'll just you'll blow your fucking mind. Pull your hair out. Uh, let's see other news. Um, uh, boy, Marvel. They just keep losing people left and oh, right. Oh, I saw. This is, another, this is another big one. This is a big one. Uh, well, Bendis left last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axel Alonso has exit, exited as uh, editor-in-chief. Wow. And they have added uh, a guy who's been there for a long time. And he's good. He's good. C.B. Sabolsky. Where'd the guy go? Uh, Nowhere saying, yet. Not saying. But uh, it, it just kind of makes sense that after Bendis going to D.C., I mean, I imagine. Maybe. Sometime this week we'll probably. or that could, This is all like in, super interesting. Yeah, it's, not a lot of people uh, are interested in this. But it is interesting that uh, I, I don't like the way that Marvel's been handling things. Um, but uh, there you go. I read an interview with uh, Bendis yes. this week. And he's like, oh, I'll tell you why I left. Well, he's like, when I'm 50, I just turned 50. And uh, I'll, he's like, one reason. And he's got a big S on his chest. He was like, he was like, I yeah. He was like, I was at the uh, the Superman Library Museum somewhere. I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I used to come here all the time when I was a kid. And then I was back there again. He's like, I need to, I need to write Superman. Bendis of this? Yeah, uh, oh, I, I will read Superman if Fuck. he writes. It. So will I. Yes, yeah. I'll read anything he writes. Yeah. I, it never failed. And I said it last episode. Whenever I saw his name on a goddamn title, didn't matter what it was. If I read it, I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed it. Yeah. He so just, I'm looking forward to that. He just understood. Yeah. yeah. He just wrote a good story. So I'm expecting that to happen. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, let's see. we got some uh, Disneyland Star Wars news. Uh, they have uh, reopened Star Tours at Disneyland and Disney World. Did you see who visited it? No. Uh, Mark Hamill. Mark yeah, Hamill God. showed up. I would have died. Just to say hi. <laughs> there was a couple of guys there that looked like they were shitting their pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, that one guy was sitting there like he didn't know who the fuck it was. <laughs> he probably didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, the uh, the new adventure has been added straight out of The Last Jedi. Oh, wow. It's already there. Yes. Uh, the adventures take place partly on Crate, the new planet featured in The Last Jedi trailers. So with the spray and the red shit? Yeah. And you get a couple of shots from the new storyline are also shared on there. <laughs> Luke dies on the ride. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, and they also announced that uh, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you know, the theme parks that are opening. They, I don't know why this was a big deal, but they said, uh, here's where where this all takes place is on the planet Batu. No. Okay. Uh, so... That's a remote outpost on the galaxy's edge, once a busy crossroads along the old sublight speed trade routes, but its prominence was bypassed by the rise of hyperspace travel. Now home to those who prefer to stay out of the mainstream, it has become a thriving port for smugglers, rogue traders, and adventurers, and and that's your whole Disney experience that you're getting. Uh, Convenient safe haven for those intent on avoiding the First Order. While Batu may be new to us, it's apparently canon and... In the Star Wars universe, so yeah. that'll be 2019. I think with because when, when they started this new system with mm-hmm. Star Tours, like the whole random, like you know, you get on and you'll get, you know, you might have seen it before, you might get one you haven't seen yet, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But now that it's been out for so long, I'm sure a lot of people have done all the lands. If they start keeping coming out with like new lands and stuff like that, they should have at least one or two shuttles dedicated just to that 
one. Like, if you want to get in that line. Mm. And then, like, so you're not, not going to waste your fucking time going, you know, and see the ones you've already seen. You're like, I want to see the new one, you know? So I think they should do that. Well, so, I think they should just run the new one for, like, six months. Just the new one? Yeah. And then go back to the rotation. Could, you could know. do that. That's what I think. I just think it would be nice to the customers who right? just want to see the one new one. Like, what you do at Disneyland? I stood in line at Star Tours all day. Yeah. yeah. We'll pass this along to Agent Z. Maybe he can make some changes. Uh, let's see. Uh, we <laughs> Never thought I'd say this out loud. We're getting a Morbius the Living Vampire movie. I saw that. The hell? Oh. What a shitty character. It's a bad, it's a Spider-Man character. Uh, it says, uh, Morbius, created by writers Roy Thomas and artist Gil Kane, first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man 101. Um, and, uh, yeah, he is Morbius. You ready, Jimmy? Let's hear it. Is Dr. Michael Morbius, mm-hmm. a scientist who suffered from a rare blood disease and attempted to cure himself with disastrous results. He instead became afflicted with a condition that was a form of vampirism, the thirst for blood. Along with fangs and super strength, he fought Spider-Man. Over time, however, he became a slightly heroic figure in his own right. So yeah, they're developing a Morbius the Living Vampire Did movie. Dracula, Dead and Loving It cover everything about vampires? That I, you think need so. to know. I think so. You don't right. need to know anything else. <laughs> now this I was hoping would happen, but I'm not sure about the actor. Because I, again, I've never been an X-Men fan. Mm-hmm. And... And Multiple Man has never been an interesting character to I me until, too, yeah. until that reboot of, uh, of X, X-Factor. X-Factor. God, was what a great... F- just a few years ago, where they really... Well, he was in charge of the team, and they really... And it was ex- a detective agency. It was a detective agency. He, they really explored the character. And the fact that he ha- will have multiple personalities, yeah. you know? One was yeah. one was gay, as I recall. Right. I mean, it was that you know they they were just all different people. So I I was thrilled when when they said, oh, a multiple man movie, you could mm-hmm. do that, that would be cool. You got Simon Kinberg in there. He's you know the, the writers behind Wonder Woman mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. going to pen it, and they're going to let James Franco be in it. I I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> do you think it's a good? good I, I think Franco. it'll work. Make me make me feel better then. I'm excited for his next movie. Be- the, the, the disaster artist. Oh yeah, the disaster. artist. I think Franco's a great actor. Um, I do too, and I think he could pull off the the we- multiple personality, the weirdness thing. of it. Yeah. Okay. Because he's a fucking weirdo. He is a weirdo. You know. I think uh, he could do it. But uh, character first appeared in uh, Giant Size Fantastic Four number four from 1975, created by Len Wein, the late great. Yeah. Uh, the comic, uh, let's see, yeah, he created Wolverine, it says here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he can multiply himself. He was, he was in one of the X-Men movies, one of the bad ones, briefly. It's probably three. Yeah. Yeah. He was in it briefly. Yeah. But he can, you know, if, if he, like, pounds himself or something, then. Yeah. He has to smack himself against a wall. Smacks himself against a wall or something, and yeah. then he, boom, there's two of them. Wow. Or, and then if each one of them go, boom, boom, boom. And yeah. the idea being is that he can create an army in an instant and, awesome. and take you down. You know, yeah. I hope they do the detective round. I hope so, too. That would be very... I bet they will. This is why I like Franco. You got him in movies like This is the End and uh, you know, Pilot Express where he plays like an idiot stoner. But then you got him in like uh, 127 Hours where he was like caught in the rock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, And that was a damn good performance. So mm-hmm. he's got range. Well, okay. That'll be interesting to see that. I look forward to that. And speaking of Multiple Man, because... Uh, what do you call it? The character that's got that same abilities is uh, in The Incredibles too. Did you see that teaser? Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. teaser. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> Little baby's got multiple powers. Mm-hmm. So, I'm uh, excited for that one. And then finally this, and then Jimmy's got a ton of movies to review. <sighs> uh, finally this. The good news. 
Nintendo is going to make another Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, good, finally. Because so, that... Please, for the love of God, have Mario shy. Mario be the love interest to the princess because it's the entire fucking game. And then the old one with Bob Hoskins, it, it was John Lee Quizamo and the princess. Like, dude, have you not played the fucking game? Like, the entire premise is Mario and the princess. <laughs> well, nobody will believe this fat guy and the girl. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's what they did. They went, well, if we got Bob Hoskins as Mario, ah, no one's going to buy him as a romantic lead. You know who should do it? And they rewrote it. Josh Gad. Oh. That'd be well, it's going to be funny. it's going to be animated. Well, so. damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least that's what this says here. Is it? Maybe they'll change their mind. Oh, it's a shot for shot remake. Every once in a while, I, uh, I was telling Egg this the other day. Every once in a while, I'll go back. Like I'm talking like seven months to a year of old episodes that we've done. I just like hearing like like rumors. Like oh, so and so says you know that's coming out. Like and we'll start making predictions, and it's already been out. Sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're really wrong. Yeah. And there was one we were talking about that uh, the new was it the new mutants? Is that what it's called? That yes. movie. And <laughs> Carrie goes, oh, it's, it's going to have to be animated. There's no way that they're going to do this. Like that. <laughs> no, I meant the one character. I meant the one character. Oh. <laughs> uh, like a... I forgot his name. Uh, Warlock? Warlock, yeah. yeah. No. You, you, you can't do that live action. Yeah. You'd have to be. I think it's been fun. We, like, just You'd going back and hear the rumors and where things really landed and yeah. stuff. It's fun. Uh, all right. Well, where do we start? Uh, we've done Justice League. Yeah, we did Justice League. Let me pull up my list because like, there is a I know you got, you got Mudbound, which I, which I am aware of because I turned on Netflix. It's on the front page. And it's right there on the front yeah. page. I'm, oh, yeah, Jimmy. Oh, oh that's the thing we got to talk about, too, with Netflix. Punisher. Yeah. I haven't watched any of it yet. I watched two episodes. I'm done. Oh, you finished it? I re- a marathon in one day. Wow. Yeah. I am envious. Started at 8 and ended about 10 p.m. <laughs> I've watched just the first two, and so yeah. far I'm okay. Fucking intense, man. Marvel really? don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, it's, it's... I'm talking like... Bullets to the oh, head. Oh, Jesus, yes. Uh, people getting, like, faces cut off. Like, just Arms fucking nasty. broken, and yeah. Just... Like, Kat was actually at one point, she's like, I can't watch this. She was, she actually came down with, like, dinner, and Frank's just fucking bleeding everywhere, and, and he, the guy's gouging fucking eyes out and shit. And, I, and she's like, I, I, I gotta go back upstairs. I can't watch this shit. To eat. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's violent. If you, don't let your kids watch it. No, I this mean, is not for kids. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's, go watch, I won't, since not a lot of people haven't done what I've done, I won't go too far into the Punisher, but it's, it's good. It's, oh, it's okay. fucking intense. Good. All right. Because um, two two episodes and I'm I'm not hating it, so that I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I count that as a win. Uh, so we did the interviews a few weeks ago with Mudbound, and uh, and it's in a few theaters, but yeah, mainly it's just on Netflix. And uh, real fast story is, it takes place uh, before, during, and uh, after World War II. Um, two soldiers go off uh, to war. And everybody's like, oh, God, another war movie. And I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. It's like it, they only show them over c- across the seas, like maybe once or twice. But um, Garrett Hedlund's in it. Everybody knows him from Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jason Mitchell, uh, he played Eazy e in Trey Out of Compton. Oh, okay. I, I interviewed him for uh, Keanu. Super nice guy. Really talented, both of them. So they go off to war, but they come back. And Garrett Hedlund pretty much became a drunk. And, um, and then, but what sucks, they're in rural Mississippi. And so you, you got these, you know, this. African American war hero, they don't give a fuck. It's just racism nonstop mm-hmm. like that. And I'll say, what's his name? Um, uh, Jonathan Banks plays uh, Mike on Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He is brilliant in this, but he's also a horrible racist piece of shit. Oh. He, that guy like, is such a great actor. The shit that comes out of his mouth makes you cringe into your seat. But he's such a good fucking actor. Uh, so it's, anyway, it's really good. It's a hard watch. I keep telling people uh, I compare it to Schindler's List just because it's like one of those really really good movies. But you just don't want to watch it again yeah. after you see it. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, it's up there. You know, if you want to watch it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you should see. I like refer you, to those movies, and people mistake me when I say this. I refer to those movies as homework movies. Yeah, it's true. Uh, hard to do, but you've got to. You should. I mean, it, it's, a, it's it's history. Yeah. You know, this shit happens, yeah. folks. <laughs> and you know, and I, I've said to other people, and it's probably still happening down in Southern Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, so yeah, really good. I'm at like three and a half stars. It's kind of long. It's about two hours and twenty. Oh, so okay. But uh, so that's a good one. Take it in um, small bites. I'll give you a real small bite for this one because I'm tired of talking about it, especially on the news. Uh, the star. Uh, uh, it's uh. the story of Jesus. <laughs> yep. Talk about uh, going onto a, a station that's owned by the church mm-hmm. and kind of going, yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> Animated donkeys. Animated donkeys. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was actually one of my favorite interviews I've done in a while with uh, oh, what's her name? Is it, um, Oh, yeah, I, I screwed up her name. Rodri- too, Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin and like that. But I interviewed her a while ago uh, for Deepwater Horizon, and, and I asked her the karaoke question, and she said, "Journey, don't stop believing." Mm-hmm. And I said, "That's a pretty basic answer." And she's like, "Did you just call me basic?" Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you saw the clip for this one. Uh, uh, you know, I got to the question. I said, "Well, the last time I asked you this, um, uh, you got kind of mad at me because because uh, I called you basic." And she's like, "I got mad." And I was like, "Yeah," because I asked you what your karaoke song was. You go to karaoke, song, and she goes, "Oh." And I said, Journey, don't stop believing. And you called me basic. <laughs> and I go, yeah. She's like, well, do you want to know what my karaoke song is now? I go, yeah. I go, well, do you have a different one? She's like, no. It's Journey. Don't stop believing. Oh. Like that. And I go, now you're still basic. <laughs> and she almost fell out of her chair laughing. Funny thing, though, that we haven't done the interviews for yet. I've got them at home. The movie doesn't come out for like about another month. For that movie called Ferdinand with the Bull. Yeah. Uh, she's in that, too. Oh. And she was at the other interview the very next day. And I walked in. She goes, <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> so she was fun. But anyway, the star, you know, been there, done that. You're good. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The next one. Uh, oh, cool. God. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's okay. the longest title of 2017. Yeah. I'm just calling it three billboards. That's what I've been calling it. Uh, story is Frances McDermott's daughter was raped, murdered, and burned. Uh, and she was in Ebbing, Missouri, right outside of it. Uh, police haven't really made any arrests or anything like that. Uh, Woody Harrelson plays the chief. Uh, Sam Rockwell plays a fucking idiot uh, deputy. And, uh, and so she rents out these billboards. The first one says... My daughter was raped, burned, and murdered, kind of thing. The next one says, Why have there been no arrest? Why don't you go? And the third one says, You know, basically, why don't you go ask Chief so and so, whoever Woody Harrelson, name, you know, name drops him. Mm-hmm. Town goes fucking ballistic. You yeah. know, and, she, and the guy who sells it to him is like, You can't take him down. She's not, all she's doing is asking a question. Mm-hmm. And so she's not like saying that they did it or anything like that. So anyway, great fucking performance. It's, it's a movie all about performances. Frances McDermott is, she doesn't get nominated for something. I'm going to burn the fucking place down. And Count said, I'm going to go rent three billboards in LA and say you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and say, uh, uh, so she's great. She's fantastic in it. Woody Harrelson's really great in it. Uh, and Sam Rockwell is phenomenal. And he just plays, he plays like a fucking lovable idiot. And just mm-hmm. like, God, how dumb well, can one person he can be? Do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he's so that. good at it. Uh, and then his mom's played, I don't know the actress's name, but she's uh, Max mom on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the one who smokes all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, fantastic. I think I'm at three and a half stars on that one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, really good. All it, right. it's, it's a performance uh, piece. Um, gosh. Just Coco? So uh, is that oh, all the ones? Let's see. Yep. Okay. So the next ones uh, come out like Tuesday, Wednesday for Thanksgiving. But yeah, uh, I'll start with the man who was, uh, invented Christmas. It's Dan Stevens uh, from Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays Charles Dickens, and it's basically how Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Wow. It's really cool, actually. Like, oh, it's, okay. It, it, and it's basically him living uh, the tales like that. And so, like when he's thinking about Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, Christopher Plummer's there as Scrooge standing next to him, like in his imagination. Oh, like that's that. funny. It's cool. And, and then like the ghosts come, and like he kind of learns about you know not being a dick and re- you know about his childhood and stuff like that. And uh, it's he's fantastic in it. It's really good. It's it's, it's oh, a good. really clever twist on a tale you've heard a thousand times. You know? Oh, good, good. So I'll probably get three and a half on that one too. All right. Uh, but then uh, got to get to it, Coco. Um, seen it twice already, so that kind of where I'm give you an idea, <laughs> give you an idea where it starts. <laughs> um, it's the story of this kid uh, Miguel. Uh, his family has band music. His great great grandfather walked out on his wife, a wife and kid, and you know, and his to be his great grandmother. 
uh, walked out on him to go be a musician. Basically, he wanted to be like the Frank Sinatra of, of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Became a movie star, did all this kind of stuff. And but his wife's like, never come back. Like you're you're out of my life. And so she started a shoe company. Fast forward, you know, generations, and this girl, he's like, I've just got this passion of music in me, and they're like, you can't, no, music's not allowed in this family. Mm. So grandmother smashes his guitar when she finds out he's got one. So he goes to the mausoleum of his great great grandfather and borrows the guitar to go be in this competition. Well, right when he starts to leave, it transports him to the land of the dead uh, on the day of the dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he basically he has to get permission from one of his family members to go back. So he sees all these other family members that are on like, you know, the, when, on the day of the dead, they put the pictures up and like mm-hmm. the candles and stuff. Yeah. So everybody's on that mantle he meets in, in the land of the dead. Well, none of them are going to give him permission to do music because they've all been against it too. So who's oh. going to go find? His great-great-grandfather, find who's, the, the, who's musician. the musician. Yeah. So, and that's the adventure of it. And he comes across uh, this guy who's kind of a hustler named Hector, um, by, uh, voiced by Gail Garcia. Um, is it Bernal? I think it is. Anyway, good, good actor. This movie's phenomenal. It is so fucking good. I and can't wait to watch it in the privacy of my own you're home. You're going to have to Cause. because the first time I saw it, the first time I saw it, tears just pouring out like that. Not like, like I said, I think that we talked real briefly on the phone about it. Yeah. Not like bing bong, in, in that, but just heartfelt joy, you know, that kind of stuff. And so the second time I saw it, I, saw, I was like, I know, I know the tricks they're, they're going to pull and all this kind of stuff. So I got, you know, I can feel like the, the goosebumps and tingles like that. I look at cat. Just blubbering mess. <laughs> and listen, just because you've seen it before don't mean shit. Yeah. Because the second time I saw Inside Out. Well, Inside Out, oh. it's on the next level. I mean, you oh. can't fuck with that movie. God but, damn it. But this one's phenomenal. Uh, I just got a text uh, or email like, a couple days ago as we record this from Disney asking if they could use my quote because I called it the best animated movie of the year, hmm. uh, which it is. And it's four stars and it's phenomenal. It's a movie about families, four families. It's perfect. Everybody was like, "Why didn't they come out with on on the Day of the Dead?" Like you know, whenever that is. And I was like, "Because it's a movie about family, and so it's like yeah. Thanksgiving. Everyone's going to come into town. Like, let's go see Coco. Yeah. And, then, and it's a you know, you'll sit there and cry with your family. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you walk out, when you walk out, I had the same feeling. That the Disney rep told me before. I said, he goes, "I go, did you like cry and stuff like that before you? You know, when you saw, he goes, oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, and he goes, and when I walked out, I was like, I should call my family more often and like oh. see how they are. Oh. <laughs> So, I'm going I'm to bring my family to it. They get it for free. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, oh. it's Pixar. You really Oof. can't fuck with them. Nine times a ten. And, uh, yeah. So, and four? Four. Four it's stars. Four, yeah. Wow. So, All right. There you go. That's it. Tons of movies. Uh, we'll do uh, interviews in a few weeks with Ferdinand. And uh, i trying to think what else is coming out soon. Seen like everything. Well, let's <laughs> talk about these Thor Ragnarok toys real quick. Oh yeah, and then uh, get back to the episode. So uh, Hasbro emailed me and said, "Hey, how would you like a box of Thor Ragnarok toys?" And you can talk about them on Geek Show. And I was like, um, "I guess, you know, I guess." <laughs> uh, no, they're fantastic. Uh, Shannon's got the giant. I don't know how big is that thing. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's about a foot tall. Foot, foot and a half, give or yeah. take. And it's uh, what's it, what's it called in the front? It's the Thor Ragnarok Interactive Gladiator Hulk. <laughs> So that's a cool one. Uh, then you've got like the Legends figures. You got Loki over there and stuff like that. And you got mm-hmm. Thor in his battle. And they're here. like nice sculpts and really oh, yeah. good tails. The Legend ones are always great. I think they run about what twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, give or take. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got the Hulk mask. So when you open your mouth, he roars. You've got uh, Thor's version uh, of him in the battle gear, kind of like. Yeah, he's a little he's, short. He's, like he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. Yeah, he's not as tall as Hulk. So what's out? What the what electronic Hulk? Thor? What Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> then you got the hammer that add a little spring into it so when you hit it it goes like this if you can hear that or not but so that's kind of cool it sounds like thunder 
And then you've got the gloves that Carrie noticed that uh, you put them on, but they put some battle gear on it. Yeah, these are the classic uh, punching uh, uh, Hulk fists. Yeah. But they uh, they put uh, a gladiatorial kind of flare on one of them. Yeah. These look like they're electronic, too, because it really yeah, hits. Yeah, they, they make yeah. smashing sounds. I think I've got to pair them. So if you, if you do the mask, you know, with the roaring when, when you open it, it's like the it's like the Chewbacca mask that's famous, Ooh, except his, it's Hulk. His, his eyebrows move too. His eyebrows. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So you'd have the fists so and yeah, the mask. Tons of great toys. Uh, check them out. And, Hasbro's got them. And for... these Legends figures too. The, the the bigger figures. Yeah. God, they're so good that's, looking. That yeah. looks just, that looks just like Tom Hiddleston. That right is there. Tom Hiddleston. It's a tiny Hiddleston. <laughs> so hold uh, me closer, tiny Hiddleston. Hasbro makes some good stuff. So uh, yeah. for Christmas, check it out. I'm yep, sure your kids you probably want them. Or if you're an adult like yeah. us, we want Because I'm keeping this one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So thanks, Hasbro, for those. <laughs> I wonder if he says, Hulk like raging fire. Fire like raging fire. Thor like... <laughs> oh, but big monster! <laughs> I need to go see it again. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, let's, I think that's it. That's we good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to the oh, episode. Mm-hmm. One thing, real fast. Another thing on Netflix. I know it's on Hulu. Uh, Future Man. I'm hearing good things. I, I kind of marathon that one too. We're done with it. Mm-hmm. What Thir- is it? It's 13 episodes, half an hour each. So you can kind of go through them. It's fast. Comedy. It's ju- it's the guys who are behind Sausage Party. Uh-huh. Uh, night was it? Night before Christmas. It's like Seth Rogen's crew. Right. Yeah. It's Josh Hutcherson. It's just so fun. We were watching kind of uh, sitting on the couch and. He, he's a gamer, so he's playing it's, this game. It's essentially Flight of the Navigator. No, no, no. Oh? It's, it's Last Starfighter. Oh, Last Starfighter. Oh, yeah. Last okay. Starfighter. Because Sorry, I get those he's playing. He's playing this game, and he finally beats it. He's the first ever person to beat it. And then basically this portal opens up, and these two soldiers from the game come out, and she's like, it's, it's a training device. And as I'm sitting there watching that with Kat, I go, I pause, I go, oh, this is the Last Starfighter. Yeah, That's all this is. And not 10 seconds later, as she's explaining it to Josh Hutchinson, he goes, Ah, oh, this is just the last Starfighter. <laughs> like you totally said that in the show. <laughs> That's it. It's fucking gross. It's like vulgar. Good. Uh, they cuss their brains out. Good. Uh, to give you a hint of what happens, um, when he beats the game, he's so excited that he decides to jerk off in his room, and that's right when the portal opens up. And when mm. they jump through, it's right when he's about to come, oh. and he fires it right on the dude's leg, oh. <laughs> and he goes, what "The fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's the level we're talking. It's it's All gross, right. dirty humor, but it's I, it was funny because I had no idea what it was. Cat knew about it, yeah. And so we yeah. just started watching it. Future Man, it's fun. All right, Future Man, and man, the Orville's still just killing. Oh it. God, yep. Uh, I'm a few behind. Well, I, I've, I'm scattered through. I need to just go back. And watch their production episodes. schedule got screwed up, and so we're not going to get. We're going to be missing an episode. Oh really? Uh, for this season. So sorry about that. But, It'll be uh, on the DVD or Blu-ray. But yeah, you'll you probably get it somewhere. That's what I'd buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Let's get back to the episode. It's called Hostage. Please to enjoy. Cabin Fever is Salt Lake's own Chamber of Horrors this season. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, everybody better beware. Coffee books, skulls, decorations on humanity's morbid curiosities. For the 18-plus crowd, Volume 2 of Graphic Thrills, an in-depth look at adult movie posters of a bygone era. New fully illustrated books on exploitation and horror films of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Fill your cauldron with the right ingredients for all the wizards and witches at your secret gathering this season with recipes from A to Z in the drinking section. New sugar skull hot toddy mugs, monstrous skull and scream votive candles. And for people who don't like to put on creepy crawly makeup and fuss for parties, this Halloween consider brand new nylon masks that fit over your head, breathable, spooky, and quick for a go-to costume. 
For the kids, be sure to check out the spooky retro candy section filled with treats that you remember from when you were young. In addition, Cabin Fever has toys, Funko figures, lunch boxes, buttons and books, and yes, rubber duckies. Happy haunting from your friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square. So much more than a spooky store. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and Dadass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. When you're out stocking up on supplies for the holidays, don't forget to grab a bottle of Kid Curry Vanilla Caramel Flavored Vodka. Made from the award-winning triple-distilled gluten-free Kid Curry Vodka. Available now in Utah State Liquor Stores for just $16.99. Perfect for the holiday season. Mixes great with eggnog, hot cider, Coke, White Russians, or simply as a chilled shot. That's how I like it. Learn more at KidCurrySpirits.com. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And welcome back. Yeah. Hey, thanks, bud. Hey, no problem. Cool. You. Hey. It's a pleasure to be here. You are a it's dream to wake to up here, to. Friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> cool. Hey, uh, man. What do you What do you got? I, well, I I just got a message from uh, my wife, uh, the the lovely Mrs. Cade. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just let me know that our friends uh, Corey and Tui from Watchtower Cafe. Yes. Just bought one of our old fridges from Fresh. Oh. So if you Ooh. want if you want to feel the the love of my deceased restaurant, just go to Watchtower because I guarantee <laughs> you, the the goods that come out of that fridge. I, I'm part of that. Well, the, I'm part of that. I'm part of the the the, the spirituality of that. Fri- of the that soul fridge. of Lisa's. Yeah. Well, whoever that guy is. Um, <laughs> and also, they are two of the greatest people I've they, ever met. Yes. They are. Life. I I think that shop um, deserves all of everybody in the world's support because they're they're very humble people. They're very yep. caring people. They take. 
I cannot get into the specifics, but they have done things for a few of their employees that are so above and beyond what your typical employer mm-hmm. does. And they're, they're, you know, they're trying to get comics going in their shop, and that's great. But they make great coffee drinks, too, and it's just yeah. a great place to go well, and, and hang out. So. I would say it's a place of love. It it, no, it's yeah. re- it really is. Um, it's a place of love. Joey's actually my best friend. Well, one of my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I have a couple of them. But <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just good people. So you know, go go support them and and just remember, tell them to get it get it out of the fridge. I think fridge. it's fifteen fifty five South State yep. Street. It's something like that. Yep. It's 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 right at the it's right at the south tip of Prostitute Row. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frisch, Frisch is at the north tip of Prostitute right, Row. Right. So. That's your turf. Yeah, it's our turf. Anytime I try to walk down to Watchtower, it's yep. like, hey baby, hey baby. I'm like, please, ladies, Hi, I'm, working. <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. Hi, baby. Do you want to know what, like a fun fact about? Watchtower, you know all those toys that are scattered about on mm-hmm. the counters and stuff. Mine. Are That's you serious? not true. That is not true. That's some not, of those yeah. are yours. Yeah, some. <laughs> I yes, would say some very, of I those. Would, I would say. I would say there are there are more toys there than than. Uh, you haven't been in there in a minute. Yeah, though. I haven't. I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, there's. there's, probably, there's no, I'm not saying that in a bad way. No, I, no, I, 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 don't I, any, I don't have any room. I was just saying there's probably a hundred action figures of mine there. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, it's a competition now. Dun dun dun. Fuck! I was like, I guess the last time I was there. You know, I don't leave the house. I don't. I, no. I, I, I don't eat vegan. I don't drink coffee. Have I you love ever, those two people. You don't drink coffee. He just drinks no, mix, like... whiskey and fucks bitches. Just kidding, ladies. Uh oh. It's not plural anymore. <laughs> Sorry, and she's, Jen. I and have she's, not met you. I am sure you're lovely. You and are she's not. not. A, and she's not a bince. She's a quality lady. <laughs> she's a. Even if she was a bitch, she's allowed to be whatever she wants. Like, yes. Not my word. You can say whatever You're you want. You're taking her back. Damn it, Jen. I haven't met hmm. you, but I hope that you love me. God damn. She's, she's tamed the shrew. <laughs> this tempest is no longer in a teapot. The point is, go fuck with Watchtower Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, bring it back it's around. It's funny. I, I'm trying. I, I told okay. Carrie it would only take a minute. Yeah. yeah so sorry so about far, that. you've had three. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Inhumans uh, ended last week. Oh, thank God! So, how yeah. was that abortion of an entertainment oh, program? It was wow, terrible! Yeah. That I watched it? every episode of. Yeah, and I did too. And and again, it okay. It I'll, never pleased me. Let me do some. Well, let me throw. No, I saw it. Let me throw some positive. I synced it. All right. Okay. It made me like Karnak. Karnak was great. Was a character I never cared about. They really handled him See, well, I thought. So they Johnny I Carson always loved back? Karnak. I, I thought his power of being able to see the flaw in mm-hmm. anything was that was great, perfect, and they captured that. Yeah, I thought that the performance for Maximus, he was good. Yeah, but he was just. But he non- had he bad was, words. Right, I was gonna say he was non. <laughs> to say he was saying he was acting them as best he could. Right. He had bad words but that he was saying. Also, Carrie, he was yeah. just less sweary, a version of his character from Game Ram- of Thrones. Of Ramsey Bolton. I, but, but I watched it, and I'm like, they're, oh, they're just, they, mm, they could have, but they didn't. What you, you know? think of I'm my man, Black I, I, I got to give a shout out. I love you, Lockjaw. Lockjaw always, was great. I love you, and I always like will. my man, Black Agar. I, toward, Black the, Agar. toward the end, Black Bolt. Toward the end, I started to like him. I just think it's uh, he was not the actor to do that. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, Gorgon, man. And Gorgon. They did a they disservice to that. That is my favorite in human, and they just... Yeah, they really fucked let's that put up. Let's put some you know, boots on him. I, I bet you... <laughs> I bet you the I bet you the people behind it are are going. Hey, that's a movie bullet we dodged. I no. I I got the feeling watching the season finale that there was some shit cut out of that that we didn't know about. 
mm-hmm. because a lot of stuff just happened. You know, it was like, uh, okay, uh, Adelan is being destroyed. Don't worry, we have a place you can go. Yeah. And that's all you know. Yeah. And when you get there, you don't see it. It looks kind of like an empty football f- stadium. Maybe well, it is. So here's <laughs> and maybe oh, it so, was. So they send him to an ice detention center. You know, it it just it was, it was sad. shit. It was shit. It was terrible. You, you know who else realized it was shit? Uh, the IMAX CEO who helped make it. God damn. Uh, Rich <laughs> Gelfond. Sick burns. Yeah. Christ. Rich Gelfond admitted that the deal which saw the theatrical screenings of Inhumans, the two-part in the theaters, that he helped pay for. Um, he referred to it as a, a misalignment of customer expectations. <laughs> yes! That's a very... Basically, well can I, said tra- can right I translate that into... Can I uh, translate that into a regular person talk? Yeah. Um, people showed up expecting something good. Yeah. We didn't give it to them. <laughs> because you put it up on IMAX. Oh, so here's God. what he said. Here's Now here's more of his, uh, his weasel words. Cust- <laughs> Customers expected a production akin to a mega budget blockbuster movie rather than pilots for a television right. show. Right. Well, can, Mo- I, can, I tra- can I translate that part? Go ahead. Um, People didn't like seeing big TV. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Moreover, the fact that this was a Marvel IP uh, set the bar at a level you wouldn't see from other pieces of content or IP because of the reputation and high production value of Marvel movies. Can I translate that also yeah. as well? Marvel makes good. We made bad. <laughs> okay. He then, uh, in the end, the deal went so poorly for IMAX that Gelfond added, it's probably the last we're ever going to see. He said, going forward, we intend to make a more conservative approach consistent with the Game of Thrones approach to capital investments and content. Uh, we will be more conservative when considering whether to invest in our own capital. If, if so, to what extent? Hmm. Well, and frankly... Okay, wait, hold on. Let me translate the last part. Oh, by all we means. We made mistake. Smell our And humans parts. could have been Game of Thrones. Oopsie. We fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Is no, what that's, it. that's what it should have been. And that's why it was so I was so disgusted with Inhumans. Is it should have been Marvel's Game of Fucking Thrones. Yes. Agreed. It needed Agreed. to be it needed to be a series. You couldn't do that in a movie. It it had too many characters and too many things to yeah. do. But they cheaped out. They cheaped and they out, rushed it. And they sent them to fucking Hawaii. Yeah, because you get a tax break and, and you're in Hawaii. It's the Inhumans Hawaii Adventure. Yeah. Starring Black Bolt. God damn it. Starring Medusa. She ain't got no hair. And and that that was the thing, was that she had hair the first episode or so. Now I know in the comic book her head got shaved. I get that. After 50 years. But but you know, you know they did it to save the budget. They did it made her so fucking interesting. It helped to make Maximus more evil, but... It made me care. I don't fuck about her because she was horrible. Yeah, that was the other thing is that they were unlikable people. They really were, and they were like the the the, like the the throne. They were fucking. uh, They were fucking suppressing people, making them slaves and shit. (laughs) It's like you're like, what? Maybe Maximus has a point. Like I'm. Oh my god! Thank God for this giant dog. Yeah, thank God for Lockjaw. Always lockjaw. Another uh, always lockjaw. <laughs> Forever. Another uh, yeah, we fucked up in the news. Oh no! Please don't read this. Please don't carry. 
Ooh, now I want to hear it. Here's another... Uh, this used to be my position. I would do the same we thing. We fucked up. Just five months after Universal released the much-discussed uh, cast photo, promising a slew of movies starring the likes of Johnny Depp, Russell Crowe, Javier Bardem, all drawing on characters like the Invisible Man, yeah. Wolfman, Frankenstein, classic horror monsters. Those projects are dead. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God, my heart. I can't... The, the Mummy was the... Or whatever that fucking movie it's was dead. called. The <laughs> so Mummy terrible. with Tom Cruise... I killed it all. vomited in the theater in my hands and had to hold it for two and a half hours. Yeah. Not uh, really. Well, I just, I, you could have dropped and, it and, and washed your hands. Where was the and mistake left. made? Well, they they think that it was uh, launching I think it. I from beginning to end. Well, I think they, <laughs> they shouldn't have launched it with, with Tom Cruise. Oh, I agree. No, what, do you remember who was in charge of this project when it first got greenlit? Yeah. Back, what, seven, eight years ago? No, tell yeah. me. Oh, Guillermo del Toro. And his yes. whole thing was is he was going to relaunch the classic uh, Universal Monsters franchises. And in that's the time... who should be in charge, Oh, my God. Right? I feel like I just found mm-hmm. out Elliot Smith died. In the like, time frame that they belonged in. In the time frame they because belonged guess, in. Because where, guess where Frankenstein doesn't belong? 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Uh, and, 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 like, what, like and what the... did Mr. Del Toro do now? He's got a movie that is getting rave reviews. Uh, his, his, his fish. His, in the origin. His fish man <laughs> love story musical. His yeah. creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. show. Because it can't be the. I want to. I really want to go to Mike Mignola's house and say, Mike, please tell me, why are you mad at Guillermo? Because that should have been the Ape Sapien movie. So anyway, uh, writers, producers Alex Kurtzman and Chris Morgan, who were hired as the architects of the Monster Universe, they gone. Good. Uh, Kurtzman uh, is fucked up. Yeah, Kurtzman's working on Star Trek Discovery. He's got that deal. Uh, Morgan went back to the Fast and Furious franchise. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what um, a walk of shame! Well, hey, no, but the guy, the guy, Wait, that, that guy isn't qualified to do the Wolfman. The last, the last director, the last Star Trek movie was directed by a by a Fast and Furious director, Franklin Ju- Lynn. And I uh, fucking Justin love Lynn, that yeah, movie. And, uh, Justin Lynn, and he did his dad was Franklin. Uh, yeah. He did a did a fantastic job with it. Did a great job. But the the problem with the Universal relaunch of the Universal Monsters is is Tunnel Vision. They they wanted to make money. They didn't under- actually understand the franchise. You can't do Creature of the Black Lagoon right now. Uh, you can do what was the the spy movie that was based off a TV show? Austin Powers. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was uh, it was Superman and Army Power, Army Hammer. Oh, a Man from Uncle. Man yeah. from Uncle. Yes. Yeah, that was and a great And they movie. set it in the right time frame. Exactly. And you, need, you need to understand that. Uh, they did a werewolf movie with Anthony Hopkins and and uh, Benicio, Benicio del Toro. Toro. I still like that fucking movie. It's fun because it fits the time, and mm-hmm. you have to recognize that if you're going to relaunch Hammer horror movies. Like the Lady in Black with uh, Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. I left. That's one of the few movies I've actually walked out of. Yeah. Well, the I, only things that worked about it were the time, the time period. No, yeah. Like, the beautiful that, sets. It's as well. always been my argument because I love the Universal monsters so much. Yeah. Set them in in their time frame. in their time frame. Yeah. The future. And you, could, and you could still build. You could still build a a, a universe, but it's set in the past well, where they, they fucking belong. They had Angelina Jolie set for. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, wrong person. Yeah. There's, uh, a, there's a series of books called you know. Anno Dracula written by a guy named Kim Newman. And Anno Dracula takes place uh, literally right after um, Dracula. But the twist is that they failed. They failed horribly. And Vlad Tepish went off and married Queen Victoria. 
and started the new Pax Romana um, under the new Masquerade. Yeah, under 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 Draculean rule. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. And so, but because he's a bit of a trash vampire, he'll fucking turn anything. So the entire countryside is just overrun with trash yeah, my vampires. My mom, your mom, he'll do anybody. Any, anybody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm you, I've got the concept for this so goddamn the whole, Marvel universe. The whole I mean, for this universal. It, it all involves universe. Guillermo del Toro in my head, and the aesthetically speaking, that's the he's irreplaceable. One Guillermo del Toro is involved. He's the guy. And if you want to do a shared universe, which you probably shouldn't, but they all want to do well, it. it. It worked back then. Yeah. Abbott Costello meet the Wolfman. <laughs> Abbott, sure and that's Frank what I'm Stein. saying. Frank you're, you're, you're tying like tying together Agent Abbott and Agent Costello show up in every single one of these shows. I'm with it. And that's how it all Ties together. Damn, yeah, I mean, they they had a Damn, whole Shannon. they had a whole the Tony office building on the Universal lot was revamped at a lot of expense just for this project. It's decked out with monster regalia. It's empty now. Right. I mean, that's how well, much they were said- sure about this. They have decided that they're not going to do these in this version. That they'll uh, they'll they'll make smaller versions that aren't connected. They did the same thing well, with that Van Helsing. Fine. I loved because I, I love I, Van Helsing. I'm yeah, sorry. but Van Helsing they they built uh, it was they a bad built, movie. They built in Romania. They built sets that were supposed to last for seven or eight movies. But I love were, that shit. Mm-hmm. I love those well, movies. When well, did, there's no accounting like, for taste. I've got this friend. Uh, <laughs> I've got this friend Brad Barker, and he was like in all yeah. these punk bands and stuff. And he loves Universal. That that's his fucking geekdom, mm-hmm. right? And we sat and had this long conversation. And he's just like, it just makes me sad, Shannon. It doesn't have anything. It doesn't have any core values of well, of what I love about those fucking movies. Well, then, then let me light a candle it's rather bl- than I'm curse ready. the Brad Barker. It's blind. It's blind to the DNA of what makes yeah. it all work. Uh, Universal President of Production Peter Kramer said. We've learned many lessons throughout the creative process on Dark Universe, and we're viewing these titles as. Filmmaker-driven vehicles, each with their own distinct vision. Well, there, and as they should, because that's what they were in the past. Well, as long as the filmmaker isn't, you know. We are not rushing to meet a release date, and we'll move forward with these films when we feel they are the best versions of themselves. Hey, what an idea. Right. What a concept. Like, I I don't have, like, an objection to a universal shared universe. I think if somebody could, could figure yeah. out how to do it right, right. Yeah. that could be really, really fucking cool. Yep. But it's uh, it's not been so cool so far. My friend yeah. uh, Noelle, <laughs> she does the Freaky Geeks podcast, and she entered hey. Miss Fearcon this year as uh, an homage to the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So she had this beautiful gown that was like had gills on it and had all these sequins, um, and she gave like a huge speech about the origins of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, it was created by a woman. She was blacklisted. And, yeah, she was blacklisted. One of the producers stole all of her work, yep. canceled mm. her press tours, and took her name off of the... She, she created, as a chemist, created the latex that would actually withstand water. Yeah. Because there was mm. nothing like and that. And there was only one prototype. Yep. They used one prototype for the entire film because it was so well built. Yep. Right. So um, but the interesting thing about that huh? is uh, Noelle hasn't even mentioned these Universal movies, and I think it's because she's heartbroken. Yeah. Mm. Genuinely, she's the person who... She loves Bella Lugosi. She's a huge classic horror film fan, and she has not said a word. And well, I think it's because this is just because they've got they've got nothing to do with those classic then, films. No, then, not a one. The DNA is not there. Yeah, then she should be happy that this whole mixed universe thing is ending, and they're just 
we we have these characters, and if a filmmaker comes along who has a unique vision, we'll let them do it. Yeah. So they should be happy about that. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Okay, as we end this uh, latest, uh, like our, this section, mm-hmm. I just got to say, I'm sitting here next to Jay. Mm-hmm. And he's got uh, some of your ch- your uh, candy eyeballs in mm-hmm, his face. Mm-hmm. It looks like that weird meme with the big b- the mm-hmm. black lady that can poke out her eyes. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that's old. She was on Oprah. Yeah, it's I just think it's I just think it's fascinating that he has been this way for the past ten minutes, like ten ten that minutes we've or been talking. And, and, and we all thought he had ADD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll commit to a bit. No, he's <laughs> he's committed. He hasn't he hasn't been distracted from doing yeah. this. What yeah. he's doing, he is he is staying but, there. Uh, well, now it's taking but a now, nap. But now it's starting to distract me. I would like you to stop. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Papa. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Red Sonia is getting a new movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Are you fucking chain mail and boobies. That chain a... mail and boobies. What a chain horrible mail nice and to make. boobies. Chain mail and boobies. <laughs> I know what Shannon's excited for. Chain mail and boobies. <laughs> <laughs> is that the new Peaches single? So I'm that into was, it. Uh, that was <laughs> last with... That's all my songs are modeled after... The, after Peaches. That was uh, Rose McGowan and well, she the guy was, from the Grindhouse movie. She was... Uh, yeah, she, they, they were going to do that. Yeah, but they you know he didn't he didn't get the uh, $28 needed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> For the costume, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. He, I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, you remember Rodriguez. Um Robert Rodriguez can do most movies on a $26 budget. Yeah, that exactly. extra $2 will put him over the edge. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened with that, but it failed. But uh, then they got a look at that Wonder Woman money, and they went, hey, what do we got? Oh, now, wait a minute. God. Okay, and I'm going to say once again, Wonder Woman was well, well-reviewed, well and it was a great fucking movie because Careful with your next words, Barneson. It was all right. I'm just kidding. Introduced <laughs> Wonder Woman in her... Uh, in the proper time, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I guess. So so we shouldn't she do, was cute too. So we shouldn't do a modern red Sonia, is what you're saying. Yeah, don't put her in Times Square. It should yeah. be. We already had her Hercules show bananas. It should be probably back in uh, medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps in a fantasy world. What what kind of fantasy world, sir? Yeah. Is there one one with one, uh, goblins? One where a mastodon. One where the less clothing you wear, the with more protected you are. I, I would say where warring tribes. Yeah, well, somewhere where you know metal is perhaps a, yes. a rare resource. Right. And, uh. and, yeah. Metals, metals. There's only one person wearing less clothing than Red Sonia in Crimea, and that's Conan. Yep. <laughs> he just wears his loincloth. Yeah. Loincloth and boots. Himself. Conan's, Conan's like, just like hey, they're equal wait, opportunity sexist. Hold Come on. on. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, thinking about that. I like that man meat. Conan. Yeah. The stuff covered it like all, he only had stuff covered his dick and ass. Exactly. And it was made out of fur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we think well, it was made out of fur. It may have just been... been his pubes, it honestly. It was Extraordinarily. I remember those days. Well, well-sculpted pubis. Hold was, on. It Hold was, on, Conan. It was real fur. It's very sweaty. What was it like to work with Grace Slick? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it, it was very difficult sometimes. You, the yeah. hardest part was wielding the sword. <laughs> the sword was huge. But I was strong, so it didn't matter. <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. Also, Arnold, you were in the movie Twins, yes. Oh, were in Red, oh Red Sonia, yes. We're talking about Red yeah, Sonia. Yeah, but, but... Great movie. But you were not Conan. <laughs> well, he wasn't anything. <laughs> he was... It said the king. Now, see, I never saw that. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I don't know what to had, say on that. He had one. a big. He, he had a big sword Conan. fight with her. But he wasn't Conan. His, he was credited as the king. That was it. King that was Conan. His, I'm the king of Maybe Conan. Copyright he was, issues. He was Conan. 
He was. But Red. it was a copyright thing. I don't want to pay royalties. I, I like well, Red it's Song the, It's the same universe, though, isn't it? Yeah. But it may That's been what a, I thought. It may, have been, it may have been a different studio. Uh, I may not have had the rights to okay. come. That was my girlfriend, Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> she was my girlfriend at the time. All right, round table, everyone. I saw her from Sylvester. She liked how I wielded my sword. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't participate. I can't do an Arnold impression. I choke. I start coughing. Do it. <laughs> so does he. Well, do it. Kari, do it. I, what, say, say I'll be back. Get in the chopper. Like, I can't. <laughs> you see good. how, like, how sad it good. sounds? That shit will make me get out of the <laughs> helicopter. Copter immediately. Jump out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> say, uh, say, Jump out of the Come to me if you want to live. Come with me if you want to live. That shit. I'd rather hear moist residue over and over. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm fine. I think I'll stay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm good. <laughs> Just working on myself right now. <laughs> don't follow that impression anywhere. Get down. Now stand up. <laughs> no, get down. <laughs> I just I just want to stay with the payload. That's all I can I just say. Get, somebody get on the fucking payload. Get on the payload. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, uh, the CBS app. I think you can turn it off until about the uh, yep. first couple of weeks of January. Yep, because the last uh, episode aired. But, yeah. but for now. I'm not going to because what? of the new show. What new show? The what? new show the CBS All Access has developed. What? The new Twilight Zone. Oh! Knew I had the story. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually it, had no clue. It doesn't have a start date on it yet, it's but uh, they are uh, <laughs> developing a Twilight Zone reboot from Jordan Peele. Yeah, because that guy doesn't know how to write horror. Uh, yeah. Hold on, is he the bald one or the not bald? No, one? No, he's the Get Out one. Did you? Not the bald see one get is Keegan. Ma- Fuck you, Shane. I know what you're doing right now. He's kicking Michael Key. No, no. Be- He's punishing you for doing that thing so, with your eyes. So, no, I mean, but how big? It's, a, it's, a, it's like a year and a half old. How big of a deal is it for CBS to say he's the guy to bring it back? It's interesting, isn't it? I think that's a huge deal. Yeah. Did you see Get Out, Carrie? I did, and oh, it was terrific. So I watched Get Out with a white girl on my couch, and it was the scariest night of my that's life. The last I, told Jay, I told Jay, I was like, make sure you're with a white woman when you watch this, because I was trolling yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, it worked. Uh, yeah, it worked. so uh, <laughs> uh, this was this was announced. Uh, CBS, uh, it was on CBS from 59 to 64, of course, Rod Serling. And uh, they have got Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions people Monkey Paw. in charge of it. Marco Ramirez, so, who uh, has helped out with uh, the Defenders, Daredevil, and Sons of Anarchy, is going to pen some of the scripts and serve as the showrunner. So he's going to be their Richard Matheson. He will. Because that's what made Rod Serling's Twilight Zone work, is that they had all yeah. those Richard Matheson stories to work from. So. so this is going to be on the CBS app. So it needs to happen. It, now, it's, it's a while out. Mm-hmm. So again, shut off your CBS <laughs> app now. Mm-hmm. Turn it back on in January. Watch the rest of your Star Trek. Turn it off. And then wait until either the next Star Trek or this Twilight Zone series starts. I want to. I want a Star Trek Discovery spinoff show called The Muds. The or, Muds. Yeah, it's Harcourt and Stella just arguing at home. Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kind of like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Roper kind of. A yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. And they've got like another starship that they rent out to these kids that they're constantly spying on. You know, <laughs> the Kirks. Hmm. And, uh, oh my God. and their teenage son. Hardcore. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's two gir- <laughs> there's two girls and a man on that ship. Yeah. Hardcore. I'm telling you, they're up to no good, Hardcore. There's smoke coming from that chimney. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. That yeah, they're down at the Regal Schmeagle having a nosh. Yes. <laughs> uh, and other streaming TV series news, which is where everything is happening now. It should. Uh, Amazon is developing a Lord of the Rings TV series. God, uh, that's damn it. stupid. What? Yeah. Oh, who? That sounds great. Jeff, Jeff Bezos himself. 
what is it based on? Does they have, do they have any sort of? They're talking uh, Lord to the, of the Rings. The <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I mean, like, is this Silmarillion, Book of Lost Tales? <laughs> Doesn't say. It just says that Bezos. That wasn't mansplaining. That was a man assholing. That's right. Is it, is it a variety show starring Tom Bombadil? Nah, man. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> See, and is it a musical? I just need a Tom Bombadil. Is it a Osmond show. as it's, Tom Bombadil? Is it a bunch of elves dancing about? <laughs> I want I wanted to be a bunch of about a bunch of eagles that'd be like, hey, should we go pick these guys up now? <laughs> nah. You know, there's an explanation like for that. There's an explanation for that. I know there's an explanation. Right, still fuck them. You guys, let's. Oh, I think let's Carrie let's has a story. Carrie, let's let Carrie read the story. No, I, I was <laughs> just gonna say it's uh, Jeff Bezos himself is Mr. negotiating. Mr. Mr. Donald Trump hates me more than any human. Yeah, being alive. he's negotiating with the to- uh, Tolkien estate, and they're notoriously. Assholes. Assholes yeah. about yeah. the rights hey, to hello, this. Hello, I'm Christopher Tolkien, and I'm trying to uh, trying to make sure that my father's legacy is protected. He would not have liked all these battles. There's too many battles. He would have liked more dining and ton bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Taika Waititi and no, John Boyega That's okay. Because uh, basically Taika Waititi and John Boyega had a child. His uh, name would be Christopher Tolkien. And there's <laughs> need to be more singing. Yeah, more singing. Can you say Star Wars Battlefront? <laughs> uh, Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> no, no. I got to put on my the, the John Boyega voice, which I don't have. Star, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, his, his big pitch voice is amazing. I love him. Star Wars Battlefront 2. And then uh, yeah. finally this, and then we'll get to some video games and oh, we'll wrap yeah. this episode up. Oh, i got to come up with a ham thing. <laughs> That's your idiot. warning. Yeah. Five-minute warning. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam's here. Hey, Sam's here. Oh, my God. Oh. It's your old. Kari's face was so concerned. It's your old pal, Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Stan's here. I'm. I'm He's not going to do this. You were so confused. You were so oh, triggered. Nobody's paying me enough right now for this. Stan. Oh, you guys. Stan is here. <laughs> That's not what I sound like at all. I will I will punish you for this. Well, how, did, how did 10-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger do <laughs> I have pretty good pass Donald. <laughs> you got so confused. You're like, uncomfortable. <laughs> I've come to tell you about my... <laughs> about my new project. What is it, Stan? It's called Staying Alive. <laughs> I'm giving it everything I've got. Oh I've teamed up with Orrin Hatch for a new line of supplements. <laughs> Staying alive. I've got an animated movie. Oh, yeah? Here's the pitch. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. What scantily clad woman's going to be in it? It's a group of aliens who land on an animal planet... And seek out the power of a panda, whom they've seen through satellite broadcasts of a TV show. What? God, I, your pills are treating you great. No, no I'm kidding. Put him in a home. It's no, called. He's got a home. It's called Panda versus Aliens. See, I, was hoping, I was hoping it was pandemonium. Uh-huh. You're so virile. I like that. I... Let me write that down. <laughs> it's like strip. It's like stripperella meets kung fu panda. Oh, listen. The Chinese love it, and they're financing it totally. Financing it. Financing. Viva Pictures from Beijing. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, no, tell us more, Stan. We want to know more. Stan, no, like we're Stan, in. Like Stan, you got us hooked. Stan, That's I like your you idea. Need. But you remember that time you touched my shoulder and I cried? <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember? That's the pitch. It's what I call the Stanley elevator pitch. That's it. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you leave the elevator. <laughs> 
I'm not leaving the elevator from your pitch, hey, Stan. Hey, I'm, I'm leaving because hey, you're But Stan, the honestly, Chinese stayed in the elevator. Yeah, but Stan, you, yes. you're kind of trapped in an elevator. You can't just like walk out of the elevator. The door Stan. opens all the time Stan, in the elevator. Stan, Stan, <laughs> Stan, do you remember when you're in Trial of the Incredible Hulk? And I remember it as though it were yesterday. You remember when the remember when the Hulk was smashing up the. He's tra- smashing up the courtroom, and you, and you, and you got- I was one of the jurors. Yeah, and remember, remember, you're and you're like juror number four, and you got all scared, and that that took a tremendous amount of acting on I, my part. I, I seriously, it was amazing. I like, I was. You should have got a, at least nominated. I for an think Emmy. an Emmy. I yeah. so so Stan. I just want to. I just want to thank you because when I saw your skill as juror number four in Trial of the Incredible Hulk, I realized that I can't be an actor. <laughs> You don't you laugh know, like that, Sam. You know, <laughs> you don't laugh like a delighted little girl. <laughs> you know, I should come and hang out in this basement more often. You it's should. Good for my ego. Oh, <laughs> I've got to go. Did you say ego or eagle? Because if you brought your what do you got to go do, Stan? I've got some more ideas to pitch to uh, the Chinese. He's, <laughs> he's doing the opening at a Chick Fil A in Biscupski. Jesus. Excelsior! I love it when he shows up. Oh my god, he's better. He's better than that. Interface is cumbersome. He smells so good. He's so spry. I just want. I know. I want you guys to tell me who that guy was. It's amazing on his way out. That was Stan Lee. Interesting. On his way out the door, he was doing soft shoe with Dick Van Dyke. He created Mr. Freeze that you played. I want that. No, Mr. Freeze is from DC. Oh, you're right. I don't know what's happening. Sorry, about. I stepped back here just long <laughs> enough. Stan! 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 I did not create <laughs> Mr. Freeze, but I wish I did. Yeah. Excelsior! Hi, Stan! Hi, Stan! I laughed so hard that I used my inhaler. You, I saw it. Be careful up the stairs. Don't break your hip, Stan. Use I the, saw it. Use you the have, motor uh, chair. You have video games. There? I do. I do. You, when you use your inhaler, I like to think of you as Roadhog from Overwatch, <laughs> huffing some gas. <gasps> Seriously, because your again. DPS is on point. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah, but that hook keeps clipping through the wall, uh, pissing me off. All right. Roadhog is a daddy. Stan, don't. Hey, everybody, did I miss Stan Lee? Was he you just did. here? He, he was, was just here, Carrie. While was you were taking just here, Carrie was like, "I gotta take a shit." You guys just keep doing. Yeah, he, did, he, yeah. he mimicked that all to us. No, he it's that it's strange thing. though because right yeah. before he shows up, there's always that smell of liniment and clove. I know. And <laughs> right. I used to soft shoe with Dick Van Dyke and uh, Stan Lee. Oh, it's Pillowfish Jenkins. Pillowfish Jenkins. Wow. Yeah, there we go. I hope 80s Lee doesn't show up. Uh oh. <laughs> Tony Wadger hit us with a little video game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the 3DS this month, or week, I mean, you got Apollo Justice Ace Attorney. What the? Uh, f- what? Who, who the Who's Apollo? Where is, where Apollo? is Phoenix Wright? No, oh, he's done. He's retired. <laughs> Apollo Justice. Because my Apollo ex-wife Justice. loved those Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's this young upstart? They, that's exactly who he is. Yeah. A young and upstart. Who, who is naming these people? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the let's Chinese! See. <laughs> <We got. laughs> Listen, they'll buy just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you stand Lee, that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excelsior! He came out from under the table. That was oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Motherfucker came through the window. <laughs> he leaves so quickly. <laughs> so fast. He is so spry for an old, old man. He's so fast. Oh, I don't know. All right. Uh... 
A lot of a lot of games that I don't think most people will care about this week. Uh, something called River City Rival Showdown. I don't oh, know. that's where oh, you're wrong. That, that's no, my favorite that, game. That was a, yeah. is that a real thing? Yeah. No, it's a, it's um uh, River Hillbilly? City Ransom. River City Ransom. Oh, I, I had no, no idea what you're talking about. Do you get about. to play Jughead? Can I be Jughead? No, I don't see any Jugheads no. on here. What about my oh, that's Riverdale. What about River, no, River City Ransom was like a double dragon like throwback back in the day. Just a, it's just a beat em up. That's oh, okay. all it is. Oh, all right. maybe he's right. Yeah. Maybe that's good. I don't know. It would, it would be uh, odd. We got uh, Super moment. Super Beat Sonic with an X. Super Beat Sonic? I, I don't know. I've beat it with a Sonic. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Uh, also, Velocity 2X Critical Mass Edition for the PS4 and Vita. Uh, World of Final Fantasy for the PC. Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, let's see. You better read that next one. You better read it. Oh, stick it to the man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is. Is <laughs> is a, a game? Um, is a game where you 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 get small victories. You don't really yeah. win, you don't really win the game. Where he pulls you over and then lets you go. Yeah, that's right. You you get when's, small uh, victories. You don't win. Uh, when's uh, when's syrup soda saga coming out? Oh, that's, that's next year. I got wanna, delayed. I want to open one of those syrup soda shacks so I can. <laughs> Get a lawsuit. Well, Utah, they, yeah, Utah court ruled that's okay. So yeah, yeah. the soda wars again. Yeah, uh, we got a Nintendo 2DS Link edition, so it's green. That's pretty cool. Is that what I think it is? Uh, let's see. Based on the show? Where? Oh no, that's not based on the show. That's next week, though. That's it for this week. That's still weird. No, though. Still, yeah. still, still nothing from the Adventures of Fister Roboto. Yeah, my my mm. advice to you is play some of the games that have come out in the last month. Right, you got Mario Odyssey. Yeah. You got yep. Wolfenstein. You got yep. Battlefront. You got. Torchlight uh, 2. What if you want to stick it to the man? old game. Yeah, well, guess what? Torchlight 2 is amazing. <laughs> okay, sure. Got, you get um, a pet in Torchlight. I mean, really. I got a little dog. Yeah, I got a little, little dog goes back to the um, village and sells my shit for it's me. Diablo for kids. Okay, play Torchlight 2. Or Diablo for Lee. <laughs> Diablo yeah. for kids and Lee. Yeah, but don't let don't let the kids play with Lee because Lee bites. <laughs> you got, uh, what's a... Middle Earth Shadow of War. I mean, that nemesis system. Destiny yeah. 2. Destiny 2. Yeah. Yo, I'm yeah. Fox with I mean, Destiny the, 2. The last, the last two months have been, uh, have been ripe with new great games. It's too I many. Want, yeah, it's too I many. want the nemesis system to actually branch out to every game out there. Because the last Mordor game came out right before the Mad Max game. The Mad Max game was fun. Mm-hmm. But after you play a game with the nemesis system worked in, where every time you beat someone and you don't kill them, they... They change. The AI actually adapts yeah. them, so they start holding grudges, or they're terrified of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it could be you run into an orc that runs away screaming the second he sees you because you burned his face off, or he decides to bring his cousins and they have a get love revenge, fest for yeah. you. Right. So you're playing the Mad Max game. You got all the war boys, and you're like, "Oh, they just ran away. I want them to come back with Aww. a grudge." Yeah. All right. Now before we leave, and I'm sorry to spring this on you. I should have warned you. Oh, Jeez. do I need to get the what? song out again? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's this, the next episode. Oh, right, right. This, Stanley, Stanley, Stanley. This episode takes place the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I want you all to think about it a second and tell me what you're thankful for. It could be geek-related. This is the kind of shit that always makes us Anything cry. related. Well, then let's keep it geek-related. Geek-related item. Yeah. No, what I'm just... Nope. You no, can't. I'm going to make you guys cry. I'm ready. You can't control my thoughts. Okay. You can't make me right. cry. Go. Me? If you want. <laughs> um... I am honestly thankful for in this time that we live in that is just gross and shitty mm-hmm. and icky mm-hmm. that I know so many great people that made me feel better about the current situation of the world mm-hmm. and that not everyone is gross and shitty and awful. 
And that goes out to, like, of course, everybody that's sitting in this room right now. And it goes out, like, I honestly think our fans, mm. our people that listen to this show, are mm. great, great, great fucking people. I think so, too. Who, I don't know. Thank well, you. Th- I'm thankful. Well, I think it's because we have gone out of our way from day one on this show to to make it pretty clear that that we want to be better people and we think that everyone should be better people and we can do that through our fandom or just through our daily lives. And we've weeded toxic people out of our life. And off of our show. And, <laughs> and Did you guys I, kill Jeff Weiss? <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh my no. God. Too he was, soon! He was the best. He can't stop me. He liked me more than he liked right. all of you. That's true. That's true. No, but the other thing well, is like... I did read the fanfic. Uh, Touche. I loved him. Being a part of the show has helped me weed some toxicity out of my own life. I, I just, I just want to emphasize know? that because, you know, it's, it's okay to cut toxic people out of your life. Yep. It really is okay. You know, because I, it, uh, I, started, I started 30 years ago weeding, as I call it, and it has been so beneficial to the success of my not, my, not just my professional life, but my personal life. Getting rid of toxic people is just the best thing that you can do. Agreed. Anyone so that's else? Mine. Anyone I'm, else? I'm... Uh, I'm horrendously uh, grateful for my wife because um, those of you that have known me longer than she's been in the picture uh, know what a train wreck of a human being I was. Uh, there, there was not direction. There was mostly just chaos. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was a walking personification of chaotic energy. And so that being said, I still managed to gain some wisdom from that chaos. I'm not saying that that wisdom didn't, uh, that that there wasn't some wisdom in that chaos, but I I can honestly say that without her uh, patience with that randomness and that chaotic energy, I'd I'd probably be long gone by now because Mm. that, that road was leading to some really destructive things. Mm. I'm not talking about drugs. I'm just talking about, you know, Decisions made at high speed, or complete insanity. Yeah, I, and, and that's and that's not you know we we're realizing the more we get into the family DNA that there there is there is a <laughs> there's a chance of that. Uh, so so having a, a grounding influence is really good, and putting up with you know five thousand businesses and fifty thousand ideas and in, in twenty five years is probably taking its toll on her sanity. But um, it's. It's sobering when I wake mm-hmm. up every day and realize that that I still have that partner in crime that that keeps me inspired and hasn't lost faith in this randomness. So, may I comment? Yes, sir. Uh, I would say I am super proud of you um, mm-hmm. because I think everybody that knows you well, <laughs> right, and has known you for a long time, has has always been Lee is capable of great fucking things. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it, bud. Like, like we've yeah. like there for years. Mm-hmm. We're like, what the fuck? Why isn't Lee doing great things? Because Lee Man, can't focus. Well, <laughs> no. <clears throat> I would disagree. I think you have laser focus. Yeah. Well, thank you. You are like Appreciate the Don Quixote of the people I know. I don't know right? what that reference uh, is, but there's yeah. a lot of a lot of windmills. Right. No, but <laughs> like, but you decide to do something, you do it. Yeah. I'm gonna say I love it that you did your coloring book. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love it that you opened a fucking restaurant. Yeah. Right on a whim. 
Come on, let's say it. It was, it was on a, a fucking whim. Yeah, it was right? a, more of a dare. And you close it on a whim, and now you're doing your next thing. <laughs> and I honestly think, out of all the things you have done, I think that this is perfect for you. Yep. And I think this is going to be your most successful venture yet. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something you will actually be able to like pass down to your kids. Preach. Agree. They, they don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet anyway. I would say pass it down to me, but I'll be dead uh, no, before but, you. But, no, I, I sincerely appreciate that. And, and But I've that seen the means... narrow of focus from you, and I think it's awesome. Okay, Thank you, you too, and then I'm going to close on Kari. Aww. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pressure. Well, Lee, <laughs> I got faith. Lee took mine. I'm grateful for his wife. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Whoa! Where's this Rachel. going? Yeah. You know, there, there are those random moments where I realize Tony's the funniest fucker on the show. Know, he, he, is. Is. Oh, he, he waits. He lays he in wait. Yeah. He's a ninja. He's a patient man. He's a comedian uh, ninja. Uh, jokes. Um, <laughs> So no, but for real though, my wife. Um, yes. My wife. Okay. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Borat. I am. Uh, I'm always super grateful for her for putting yep. up with with me for uh, uh, battling her health problems she's had the last year or yes. so. Nothing life threatening or anything like that, but just super Difficulty. difficult. Yeah, and annoying. And annoying. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that just it just slowly chips away at a person's like happiness and things in their life. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's enough of that. But. Um, yeah, super grateful to her and uh, everything that she helps me with and, and nice. all that kind of good stuff. She's awesome. We like just, her. Just a wonderful person. Jane? Uh-huh. Hmm? What you got, babe? I'll just say this. Um, this I'm extremely thankful for this podcast. Uh, I think about what my life was before I had met you gentlemen. And I've always been lost. And through the process of my years on this show, it, 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 I have continuously found myself. And so, like, I think I look around at everyone at this table, Kari included. It, so many of you have taught me so much about myself. Uh, Shannon has helped me be a, has taught me patience as a father. Um, Lee has taught me how to be a better gentleman. James has taught me how to recognize my own potential. Kari is actually... <laughs> has helped me be a better boyfriend and be a better black man and understand my own culture. You're welcome. Tony has, <laughs> Tony has taught me uh, acceptance and tolerance because Tony, I, I love Tony. Like you, you guys don't really understand how much I appreciate Tony because... I think you appreciate him in the same way we all do. I know, but, it, but, but it, it's... Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. No, like Tony, Tony no, is... Like, there's amazing no reason beard. why he should be sitting here and, and, and listening to this right. bullshit. The reason right? isn't, reasons I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, and then Jimmy uh, giving me, helping me get drive. I mean, Jimmy's got a certain kind of drive. And, same, and, and, and not to say, and it's not shitting on all of you. I mm-hmm. mean, like, it's just, it's just there's, a, there's a Jimmy drive. And then there's, there's a Lee hustle. There's, the, uh, Lee, the Lee hustle, it, it's, and, and then Carrie. God damn it, man! Like you, you're like a Jay Whisper, and uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I can't. I, I still go back and listen to like the first episode that I was on, and then just Jeff teaching me knowledge and confidence. Jeff taught me so much confidence, mm-hmm. like because sometimes Jeff would even he admitted to me that I don't know everything. 
<laughs> but I sound confident as shit when I say it. <laughs> and and, it, and oh it's God. just and it's just like I just appreciate all of you guys so much because I, I I I'm so grateful for the impact that you guys have had on my life because I feel like for the first time in a really long time I feel like I'm the best version of myself. Mm. I fucking love it, mm. and I owe it all to you guys. Yeah, Karen. amen to that. Um, okay, this is gonna sound pandery, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm. Uh, I feel like. Women have had a hard run forever. <laughs> yeah, since the beginning. Um, and you guys are just barely getting a taste of it, I think. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a lot of men in my life have been exhausted, really tired. They have that like gaunt look in their eyes. It's kind of like... Exasperation fatigue. Yeah, exasperation yeah. fatigue. And mm. I, I get it that it's karma and you guys deserve every bit of it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Um, okay, she ain't wrong. You're only human, mm-hmm. and I have been so blessed to get the grace of your humanity uh, and your confidence in me, um, especially Lee and Jay have both believed in anything that I've ever wanted to do. I could tell them tomorrow that I want to be a balloon animal artist. Or and do would, a GoFundMe. Or do a <laughs> Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that. But you're... You're also like uh, you're a you're a party leader, so <laughs> basically any good barbarian's gonna lend your axe. Right, so. but without the because women are born into this world with like a certain lack of confidence in our abilities. Society doesn't tell us that we're capable of things, yeah. uh, and I feel like I have been lent a piece of people's souls, especially men in my life, who have said. You know, you may not have the confidence, but we're going to give it to you. Go be that warrior. Yeah, we're going to mm. make sure that you have it. And mm. so having be, being invited on this podcast means a lot more than I'll ever lead on because it's wildly uncool to be so sincere. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've always wanted you on this podcast. I love that. Thank you. But I just want to say that there is a lot of power in your belief in me, but not just me, but like other female geeks in our community uh, and the stuff that you guys have built it's powerful, um, and I'm really, really thankful that you've used your power for good. I think it means the world to me. It should. So. It should. Please don't cry. I know, right? no, I'm, just, I'm I not know. crying. I just got some moist residue. I genuinely mean it, though. I know, right? I've always looked up to you guys, and I know that you have a lot of internal, personal superhero powers. Well, Truly. I, you got to know, I, like, I personally look up to you oh. <laughs> like so much. Stop not it. all the shit that... <laughs> You don't like I like I'm just like oh my god you don't fuck with her <laughs> or you don't nope. do Mm-mm. shit nope. that she does not like she will fucking call you out yep and that I, I love it I, I don't that. read it all oh, because I, I got a short attention yeah, span you're, you're, you're my but, uh, you know but like no seriously and she's like one of our oldest fans. It, and it's just oh, like and and it's she's like, not even thirty right no, it, it's the same thing as. Uh, Corey Hoax, uh, Hoaxer, the that runs Watchtower. We have matching I, tattoos, she and I. Well, I have watched you both grow from, like, just grow as women and just become these amazing women. And you both, you guys are just, like, two examples of... Mm-hmm. Like how proud I am! Of, yeah, I think of, I think of Danielle. You know, I think of Danielle taking off to Toronto. I think yeah, of, I think of Danielle Re- Frost, Rebecca Frost, living yeah. in New York and, yep. and just kicking ass and taking names. And and I think I I really I see this with my daughter sometimes too because uh, at the the post millennial generation they they're so tapped in and they're so uh, wonderfully aware of the world and they're terrified of it too yeah. for good reason. But 
I really do have so much hope for the future now because I see a lot of warriors like you stepping up mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, this the the you know, for lack of better words, the status isn't quo. This bullshit will not stand. And I love that we have so many strong women that are willing to be uh, that that spiritual Aragorn out there that says, you know, we're going to take the hobbits to Isengard and it's going to happen. <laughs> you guys keep deflecting, uh, but just take the fucking compliment. We did. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're, we're just we're just wrapping you right back I, up. I'll take the compliment. I, I went to the buffet. I, me, and, me, and Sh- <laughs> me and Shannon went to the motherfucking buffet. Up top, my man. Yeah. I just, we wouldn't have thrived without you. Genuinely, you have helped build us up. I don't want to give you all the credit. No. But don't. it is. Please don't. We don't Can know. I have some credit, please? Yeah, it's due. It's due. No, I mean like for the bank. I'm just saying. He okay. wants real credit. I'm thankful for you guys. Thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, I will. I think uh, we should sum it up. And say, oh, well, I so I'm going to say turn. the fireside chat is coming. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. What's the fireside? You fireside don't know. chat. That shit makes you cry. It's, every it's year. the end of the year. The episode. first episode of the uh, new year. There's no the broken year. news. Carrie sits down with brown liquor and mm-hmm. fucking yes. fire. Speaks some truth. And when you hear it, you can hear him sip. And every time you, every time he sips. He gets sadder. It's like Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. You go. So the fireside chat is coming. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I would like to sum up everything that we just said with our invocation. What is our invocation? I say these things. <laughs> or we say these things because they we know they're true in the name of Jeffrey Michael Weiss. Yes. Ethan. Amen. Listen to Jeffrey. Amen. <laughs> I'm thankful for Excitable James, too. Look at him! I do love that little guy. Picked up my empties. No, honestly, yeah. like honestly, he's he's like the unsung hero. I'm, I'm telling you. I no, like show. this show is so responsible for like all the joy in my life. Yeah. Not all mm. the joy. I would say like a large portion. I was of the joy. I was having horrible seasonal affective disorder. You guys did me a huge favor. Mm. Truly, no. I have something to look forward to. Let us know. I love y'all. Yeah, I love y'all. We've we've been looking for a reason. All right, ham us out here. Oh God. Uh... Thanks for the ham, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like I had nothing else. <laughs>